to another episode of Real Estate Podcast, episode 166. I'm here with Griffin. I'm here with Trav. And I'm here with Adam. And this week we we watched Office Space. Trav's final lap. It is the final lap, dude. And how how does it feel, Trav? Feels good. Can't wait to kick Adam's ass again next time. (laughs) (laughs) Them fighting words. We'll see. Um, I kind of, I kind of planted the. I mean, it was Trav's lap, but I was like, "Yeah, man, those would be good to watch." It was a shared victory. Yeah, it was collusion. And our inception, <laughs> I was like laying outside of his room and hooked him up to the machine, and we went into the dream world. Yeah, <laughs> and you just you like that scene when party. they were on that was it a plane? Yeah, yeah. We were playing uh we were playing chess in this dream world and Adam was like, you know what? You know who's got four movies? <sighs> <That's all right. laughs> Hit this Trav. You know who's got four movies? Trav's like who? And you just fucking And it is May. It. Yeah. Great month. Um and I'm glad that we closed it out with uh Office Space because I mean, is this is the go-to Mike Judge, Mike Judge film, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, if you point anybody in the direction of like, okay, watch, watch it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Watch his films. It's like Office Space. If you're into Office Space, then watch Idiocracy. Then watch, because I'm assuming you've seen Beavis and Butthead by this point already. Yeah. You know. And then go, you know, then go go extract if you're still wanting your last mm-hmm. tinge. Then if you want, like, seasons of it, but you're not into the whole animated thing, Silicon Valley. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a whole, you know, it's like a whole, it, it's, a, it's clean. It's clean, you know? So, um, I mean, do you guys remember how old you were the first time you watched Office Space? Uh, I know I was young. I remember I was too young to really give a shit about what was going on because it wasn't shit and fart jokes. Like, that's how young I was when I watched it the first go around. Yeah. And then, like, you know, throughout the years, I would revisit. And, you know, it's it's the kind of movie where you're not going to get the humor unless you dealt with that type of, you know, working life, you know? This movie is 21 years old. Yeah. You know, wow. watching it, watching it now at like thirty, it years makes a old, difference. It's a lot funnier. It's a lot, you know, yeah, because you, because you've you've experienced those types. I felt of that in my soul. In a work environment, yeah, yeah. Well, and it's one of those things where it seems like I, I watched it when I was very young, didn't really get it. Watched it again when I was a teenager with like a, either a part time or my first full time job. Started to understand it a mm-hmm. little bit more. Then now going back at mm. thirty and watching it, I'm just like, I know all these fucking people. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I know every single one of these fucking people on here. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you've uh, had to deal with them. Like you've yeah. had the, you've shared the workplace with these individuals before. from the people at work to the guy next door. Yeah, we all know these people. The one I hated the most was the chick that was answering the phones. Yeah, dude, oh that God. would drive and, me know, crazy. Oh, dude, for me it was when oh. I worked at when I worked at Walmart. There was this uh, 
it was this elderly woman that that worked in one certain department and she met just like that woman she had the same tone the mm-hmm. same and no matter what she was saying she would come on it would be like something something line one yeah yeah just hearing that all and day you're like all day every killer. 10 fucking minutes oh my god you wanted to go strangle what little life she had left out whenever of. you would hear the intercom kick in you're like please don't be her yeah. please don't be her and then it, and and then of it course. was yeah, yeah. Like, there was uh, always those there was always four things that I could remember from the first time I watched this movie, my stapler. My, my yes. stapler you always remember him? You remember the boss? Uh, yeah, you know, I'm going to need you to yeah. well, come you realize in. Too, Milton was the guy they should have been That's what the short out. story was about. Right? <laughs> you know, that, yeah. yeah. Kind of based but off I mean, of that. But I mean, you know, you see him waddling the fuck off. <laughs> and then you got the scene where they beat the printer to death. Yeah. Which is hilarious. It the way is. it was shot, dude. Yeah. When he's got I'll, that bat and he's passing it off to him, and then dude's yeah. going back in on it, he's like, let me at it. Yeah. Dragging the damn cord away. Like, the way that was shot is real funny. And then, um, let's see, there's one more scene that always stuck out. I don't two remember. Chick- but... Two chicks at the same time, dude. Yeah. What, what would, would you do, you do if you had a million dollars? And just the relatability the of just. The soul-sucking daily grind of just oh. the work life. Now I know what the other scene was. You don't have enough flair. Oh, my God. You want me to wear more flair? Well, I'm just saying you got the minimum. Like, well, dude. You got the minimum. Yeah. Go you for know, the maximum. It's like, come on, dude. Tchotchkes. And then oh, another one. What was his name? Drew? Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, this right. guy, dude. Gonna, Every scene. Show him my old face. Yeah, the scene where he comes out at the party and he's like, "Yeah, spin it like a disc." He's doing all this. Everybody yeah. knows that guy. Yeah, I'm usually that guy. And he's like, <laughs> I, "I used to." She be gets that around. Guy. What was his boss's name? What's his last Lundberg. name? Lumberg. He said, yeah. "Oh, you know she banged him." He's like, "What?" And then later, when he's laying in bed, he's having that dream, and he could see him yeah. holding her leg, drinking coffee. <laughs> and it's just like, dude. Yeah. Um, it's an interesting concept where it's like this guy's stressed out. He doesn't like his job. He doesn't like his boss. So his ex-girlfriend or whatever the fuck she is at this point is like, we're going to go see a psych, a a fucking hypnotherapist. Mm. And this hypnotherapist is going to like make everything better for you. And he like gives him the power of like, in a state of constant relaxation. And then he turns into from the guy. It's a great plot device because he mm-hmm. goes from the guy that's like worried, stressed Press about everything who doesn't so give a shit. Yeah. He don't give a shit now. Yeah. And it like, um, he, he became the guy that I've been having to fucking deal with for like the past three years of this failing upwards fucking piece of shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause this is the people that I have to deal with on a constant, on a daily basis. It's like you suck at your job. So what we're going to do is we're going to promote you and we're going to give you more people. And we're we're going to give you this and give you that with the hope that you'll lock into it and be successful at it, which is like so fucked up. Because you have people out there busting their fucking asses 
day after day after day, trying to do the right thing, trying to make sure everything gets done and like no recognition. You know what I mean? Uh And if they get any recognition, it's like the bare minimum, you know? And I tell them all the time at work, I'm like, dude, I don't want somebody to come back here and kiss my ass. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just want shit to be like, right. I don't want to have, I want one less thing to worry about. That's all that I want, you know? Uh So I, I connect with this movie now on a whole fucking new level. (laughs) You know what I mean? It was different watching it. Yeah. Cause I could, it's been a while since I've seen it. Yeah. And I could be that guy. I could go in there and be like, you know what, dude, fuck it. You know? I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I'm just going to fucking do the bare minimum to hell with this place. It is. And it might actually help me more than anything. I mean, and he was right when he went in there to the Bobs and they're like, well, what is it? So great. He's like, Dr. Cox, dude. Yeah. Oh my God. It's so funny. He is a fucking national treasure. And they loved him. He was just like, yeah, come in. I I zone out for about an hour. And they're like, zone out. He's like, yeah, just kind of stare at my desk. Also, again, after lunch. Well, what's funny is when y'all said that, you know, he got the bobs to lock him. Did you notice when when they were interviewing the manager Mm -hmm. and he starts kind of being like, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily promote him. Then they pulled his paper out. Dude starts getting defensive, like he did. Hold me back, like you talking shit about my well, boy. The way he was <laughs> shaking his head, yeah, while like he, he was, was talking about it, I thought that was funny. That was I, I like I they were. They was... just loved him. They were like, and then they pulled out fucking old. They pulled out dude's paper and they said, "How much? How much do you spend on these reports every week? What was that fucking report page?" ATS report. Yeah, come on, dude. He's yeah. only throwing dead fish guts on it. He don't give a fuck, dude. He caught a fish. And yeah, he's like, I'm gonna go to my water. desk at work and skin this bitch. Like, yeah, I'm gonna gut it right there on the yeah. desk. Dude, when he took the screws out and just pushed it forward. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I got a meeting with the Bobs. Yeah, he's like, well, I wasn't notified. I, yeah, well, they thing. called me at home. Yeah, oh, no big shit. deal. Bobs well, loved him. They're like, we'll put five guys under you. Well, and it's one of those things, man. It's like a little bit of appreciation. Yeah. It goes a fucking long way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like I said, I don't want a motherfucker to come around constantly and kiss my ass all no. day. But I would like a little bit of just a little, a little bit, bit of appreciation where it's like you guys did. And we, the company doesn't give that to us. We have to get our own appreciation. If we do good, then we're cooking ourselves. You yeah. know what I mean? You're like, we're like man, bringing, we fucking did it. Yeah, we're bringing food in ourselves. You know, you know, yeah, like it's luck. just. Yeah, it's just one of those fucking. It's it, it's, it really hits a nerve like now because it's like, dude, I don't hate my job, I don't hate the people that I work with, I hate the company that I work for. Yeah, you know. It and would be, be nice the, if they would come in and do something good, you know, just show they give a fuck and you get a little morale yeah. boost, dude. It's like, all right, now yeah. we actually want to work for you. Yeah, and especially watching this movie during this covid coronavirus shit and like how the how they've handled the situation or their lack of handling the situation you know what i mean yeah it's like that compounded on top of everything else that's going on it's like i i told somebody this the other day i'm gonna tell this story real quick and then i'm gonna fucking let you guys have thousands of years ago so whenever i got arrested right Mm -hmm. the cop one of the cops asked me Cause they asked me if I was clean and I said, yes. 
and I said, I just went and took a drug test um, for uh, for a job that I'm starting. And he said, well, where are you starting a job at? And I said, Maples. And he goes, Ugh. that was his expression. Mm-hmm. Oh, he, I got, oh, he, 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 got, he gave you a Corey. Ew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. I got pulled over on my way to work the other morning, right? You did? For, for, yeah, for following too close. That's oh, what I wow. got pulled over. Yeah, yeah. I didn't I know we were still doing that. Yeah, right. I was following too close to okay. this Okay. He, he pulls me over, comes up to the car, and he goes, you're on your way to work, right? And I said, yeah. And he goes, where do you work at? And I said, and I told him the, the name of the place that I work, and he goes, ugh. Same expression. Mm-hmm. Same noise, same everything. And I you told, had a flashback. You're like. Yeah, I told these people at work, I said, when your company goes from the worst place in town, then that's a problem. Yeah. You know, that's a you got whenever, the same, They got the same reactions Maple's got. Yeah, and Maple's is the biggest fucking shithole place to work. Like, really? Yeah, you'll make, you'll make good, decent money, but it's fucking, it is what it is. Yeah, that's, that's a whole different fucking podcast. Yeah. Talking about that fucking place, you know. Um, plenty of guests to come on too. Yeah. I mean, all you gotta do is throw a fucking. I worked rock there for fifteen years. Yeah, and you'll find somebody. That's I went through good. six relationships in two years. Yeah. Six husbands, fifteen years. Yeah, yeah. Three uh, bypass surgeries. Yeah. Once Tanya got hired on, she turned into a total whore. <laughs> And that's always I've, the fucking. Story. I've heard about those maples whores. That's... Oh, they get around. Dude. Yeah, right. Yeah, there's a, a whole. Round, that's a whole breed of animal. Dude. Yeah, yeah. That's a maples Karen. Nah, Tanya's yeah. better. But uh, but yeah, that's. I mean, like I said, this movie resonates even more now than it ever has. We've had a few of those movies this uh, year. Yeah, for real. I think I think we're getting to that. We're getting there, dude. That, Perfect. We're getting age. too old for this shit, you know. Really, I mean, stuff is really starting to like hit home because it's like, you know, you got like, and some things are hitting other people different. Like when there's a situation comes up with kids and stuff, I don't have that experience yet. Uh-uh. I can't really connect with that on that kind of a level as of right now. But when you know, whenever that does happen, then I'll be able to watch a movie and, and then, yeah, to like, I get that. You can, yeah, you can revisit Color Out of Space and be like, "Oh my God, Billy!" Yeah. Oh. I'm like this close to being uh, old dude in Grand Trino yelling at kids to get off his line, dude. Yeah, I'm like I'm that real. close. Oh, yeah. dude, I've been Michael Douglas from Falling Down for fucking ten years now. Dude. <laughs> I'm. I'm, I'm, it's already I'm got to, a name. I'm ready to flip my script on a fucking can of Coke, dude. Yeah. Oh, I, I was talking to Adam and them the other day about my Walmart experience and this little fucking punk ass bitch that was working self checkout. And I'm like, dude, I know that when I was a kid, I was fucking acting a fool, but I was never disrespectful. I didn't act like that to people. No, I would never be intentionally disrespectful to fucking anybody. And the way that people are raising their kids now says fucking volumes about themselves. Yeah. Well, they're disrespecting the parents too. I mean, yeah. they, they don't have respect for them. If you don't have respect for your parents, how do you expect them to have any respect well, for in a the stranger? next ten years? People being arrested for assault charges is going to go through the roof. Yeah. yeah. 
Like, and it's going to be either because these little shitheads start fighting each other, or it's going to be because these old fuckers like us are going to start losing our shit. Whipping their like, ass. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking. I'm going to give crazy. you something I'm you so, never had. I hate it. I hate it because I'm so old geezer about this shit now, man. Like, yeah. I fucking hate it. Well, I'm saying, get, dude, get off my grass. <laughs> I, I, I totally get it, though, man. It's it's so fucking infuriating, you know? Um, my favorite's when you... This happened to me in Walmart over here one day. I said, I don't know the layout yet. Yeah. It ain't like my Walmart where I'm from. It's flipped around, you know? It's new. It's it's a new situation. So I asked where something's at. I'm walking by lady. I said, excuse me, ma'am, do you know where this is at? And she went, I don't know. And then just... Kept going. Mm. And I was like, I was like, I wanted to speak to a manager. <laughs> but she probably was the manager, you know? Like, yeah. I wanted to, though. She was like, I don't know. Or when they're like, I'm off the clock. Hey, all you got to do is point. Hey, if I was off the clock, I'd probably show you where it's at. Let me just, just walk it, you to it. It ain't going to take me that it's, long. It's just weird because you have, and I think this might relate in the office space. But like you, ha- it seems like you have like two types of individuals. You have either, sadly, people like us that are like, "Fuck work, fuck this, fuck that." You know, the we're not negative people, but like we're not afraid to be like, "This fucking sucks." Yeah. Like, well, work could be better. It's just then, the people. And then you got, and then you have these people, and they're typically right. people who are pretty well off. That, Happy like, go lucky. Anytime, anytime you get, you see them talking into a microphone. They're like, "Man, you gotta live life to the maximum, man. You gotta, you gotta put a hundred ten percent, and yeah. then put fifteen on top of that ten percent, and you gotta keep going. You can't stop, baby. You can't stop, won't stop." And you're like, yeah. "Dude, what time no, you really? wake up? Ten? You gotta wake up at five. Throw, it makes me want to throw the fuck up because it's like, dude, if your bank account was like anybody else's in the world, you yeah. wouldn't be talking like that. It's uh, real easy. You to- have." You have, have that outlook on crutch. life when you have, yeah. you know, money to it's fall easy. back on. Yeah, it's easy to be like, oh, man, I'm just so blessed, man. I'm blessed. That's, cause that's I'm, why I don't like when celebrities go there with, like, us, the people. Because yeah. it's like, right. oh, wait a minute, yeah. dude. Your life's a little different than ours. Uh, it's you've like got you, six houses. We don't even have it's one. Like, dude, it's like, dude, your Tesla has a flat tire. I can't relate to that. Yeah, right. Like or no, not flat top, but like your Tesla's fucking internal computer's fucked up and you gotta yeah. go call Tesla to get it repaired and it's gonna cost you, I don't know, thirty thousand dollars or whatever, you know, something stupid. Like Dude, if it's under warranty, it's free. You what's weird is the financial class system, man, makes it to where if you're below any kind of tier like most people are, you can't relate to people mm-hmm. that are up a little bit higher than you. Yeah. And they can't or relate at least to you. With troubles like that. Yeah, like they, like they, they can don't be even. Like, they already forgot what it was like. They don't. They yeah, don't want to oh, remember that dude, shit. They, yeah, yeah, man. And 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 people who 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 are like, man, I'm humble, man. I remember where I came from. Yeah. I worked my ass off. Nah, dude. You when you get that kind of money, you ain't fucking oh. humble. No, nah, man. You ain't going I ain't gonna see nah, your dude. stupid ass at McDonald's anytime soon. Like nah, you'll you'll scoff at the idea of going there. <laughs> like McDonald's. Like, Take up some retarded shit like we're gonna I'll, eat one hundred and fifty dollars sushi. I only eat a paleo diet. Yeah, I only shop at Whole Foods. Yeah, that's that person. Trader, Trader Joe's. Trader it's like, Joe's. It, it, it's like it's like you can tell <laughs> when when people are vegan. You can tell they're people that are that are pretty well off because like most 
most people get, become vegan after they're rich. Yeah, because they the can fact. afford the like, diet. Oh, man, doctor said I need to go vegan, so I guess I'm vegan now. Yeah. And it's like, man, like. <laughs> I'd like to live as long as possible to spend all this money. See, rich well, people don't want to die. They don't wake up in the morning and go, damn it, I woke up. Like, yeah. they're like, they they bust up out of their fucking bed like um that song in Happy Gilmore. Thank you for beating the shit out of me. You know, like, just, yeah. <laughs> do you have any more gum? Asking the butler, like, what? But kind of, yeah. but, but kind of also circling back to what Griff kind of went on about for a minute there too. Like, you know, you have your job, and like little shit goes a long way. It does. Like just when your boss it, remembers your name, or like, or, huh? Or, or, or something as simple too as like at the end of the day. You're hitting the time punch manager surveying the, you know, shift chains and shit. Give them that acknowledgement of like, hey, man, I'm out the door. And they look you dead in the face and they go, all right, man, thank you for what you did today. Yeah. That. that, Thank you. Those two fucking words, man. Be careful going home. You know, is what can can make you want to come back the next day. Yeah. And a lot of places don't do that. No, dude, they don't give a fuck. A dime a dozen. Yeah. If you leave, we'll get another one. You ain't got to put your heart into it. Just say uh, thank you, motherfucker. Like, yeah. <laughs> but and see, I'm that's fucking... what management's there for, man. Because you ain't I'm ever gonna meet drop... the people that own the company. That's. I, I mean, as much as I'd love but... to power slide my way out, going, "You're welcome." Listen, man. But like, you know, the people that hired those managers when they met those managers, they were the nicest motherfuckers in the world because they wanted that job. They were so nice. They went out of their way. They was like putting their fucking jacket over a fucking puddle so they didn't have to step in it, you know? Yeah. And just because they want the job. Yeah. And then they get hired and they don't treat their employees that way. No. There's probably some managers out there that do, but I ain't never met one. Well, as far as like boots on the ground employees, you know, those are the jobs where, you know, you can hang in it and keep going and there's benefits there for some places and you can... You can you can make a living doing it, and that's fine. But a lot of the the goal oriented jobs, where you're like, this is where I want to be. This is where my five, ten, whatever year plan or whatever. Yeah, my heart. Realize that you realize that those jobs are not as plentiful as the world makes it out to be. Yeah. Like yeah, there's a company of of a hundred thousand employees, but only like a hundred of them are are going to have the jobs that are really worth a fuck. Yeah. You know when you see that guy, like you're working somewhere and you see that guy that's been there fucking 30 years, 35 years? Yeah. You're working on like, you got you got less than five and you're like, how'd you fucking do it, man? Yeah, never. Well, How did yeah, you never, do it? There's, there's respect for those. And they don't, people, they man. get respect from the, I don't know if they get respect from, you know, the respect uh, yeah, from like upper management like they deserve, the but the people under them, like, they're like, he's been here a while. He knows what's up. You know, you can. Like that guy Griffin that you worked with. Be like, hey man, situation has happened. What is solution? And they're like, oh, do this. Why? Because they've been that long. Done it before. Yeah. They got an answer for everything. And I think it's weird how in a lot of like a lot of today's work environments and stuff that's frowned upon. Oh, you've been here for so long. Like there's this this weird expectation that everyone puts on themselves to try to go for that small percentile jobs that are out there that everyone knows like not everyone's going to get them and it's it's literally a race to the finish who can get there first who can be 
at the right place at the right time to get that opportunity. Yeah. I mean, let me throw this at you. Travis, you worked at the big box store. I'm not going to say their name. Uh, I think we already did, but I worked there too. Uh, how was your training experience when they picked some random motherfucker in the store that didn't give a fuck and said, here, train him? Huh? How'd yeah, that go? I mean, well, I mean, Dude, it's you know like, who trained like me? Else, Travis, you know who man. trained me? Cody Cookston. <laughs> For real, dude. And and we were, you know what we did the whole time I was training? We just went around and hung out. And when, like, we would go over here, go over, he was all hitting his buddies up in there, you know, like, yeah. you know. And when we would go up to him, they're like, what are you guys doing? He's like, oh, I'm just training him. And I'm like, to what? Go around and talk to people? Like, right. and then, you know, when you get into the job, they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. I, I, what do you want me to do? I mean, yeah. Dude didn't tell me shit, but he's fucking, he's, he's, you know, he was always like a teacher's pet. So he's already sucking up to all the, you know, yeah. if I would have said he didn't show me shit, they'd be like, oh, I get the fuck out of here. That's Cody. Yeah. Cause as long as they're well, around, you know, he's doing always, his job kissing always, ass. You like, notice they've always, they always pair you up with the most fed up person in the, in the place. Like what well, you know? Anywhere you anywhere you work, everywhere I've worked, I've been paired with some jack off that didn't give a shit. There was an old lady that I worked with that did not give a fuck. If she got fired, she was gonna draw a check. You know, like she only worked yeah. a few days a week because her uh what is it? The shit you get when you're old. Retirement, she could work so much and still get that. Right. You know those people? Yeah. Usually oh, yeah. door greeters. Yeah. I don't know. They don't even do that anymore, do they? They don't do it here. Uh, they you don't get a door greeter it. here. Well, they have during the COVID it. thing. Yeah, they they kind of did. Away Are they that. wiping all the buggies down? They're giving you stuff to wipe. Publix the has down. a buggy station where they're just pushing buggies in and out, and there's this guy that's wiping them down, trying to give them to you when you come in. Yeah, it's not like that. It's a buggy here. station. And then right. there's someone out front to tell you which side you can go in. Because I'm that way. Hey, when I walk up to the door, it says enter, you know, exit. I'm going in the right side. And then when you walk up and you see those people coming through, it's like you went to the wrong door. I'm trying yeah. to get in. You're trying to get out. You went to the wrong door. Like, I don't know. Bothers me. Follow the rules. It's like, do you see the tape on the floor? Dude, people are freaking out about that. If there's tape on the floor that says you can go this way, you better not go the other way against it. Like, I've had I've had women say something to me. You're going the wrong way, and I'm like, uh, am I? Man. Yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't fucking see okay. it. Okay. Uh, yeah. You're not wearing a mask. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um. But anyway. Yeah, it's uh, you know. It was a different viewing experience. It was, man. And I'm sure that if we go back and rewatch it in 20 years, it's going to be a completely different viewing experience, you know? Yeah. I mean, we can all relate to all these people. The, the guy that's freaking out because he's going to lose his job at any moment. The the guy that's talking, walking around talking fucking O-Face, you know? Mm -hmm. the two that guy will always be there, though. There's always that guy. Yeah. The, t the two programmers or the two guys that are Nerds. like buddy-buddy. Yeah, best friends, mm -hmm. and they're like fucking. They're did y'all get a little? Uh, who was the guy with long hair and glasses on Silicon Valley? What was his name? Um, fucking. You know um, what I'm talking about the yeah. devil worshiper. 
Yeah. I kind of um, got that little vibe off of this dude. Not not exactly Ford. like him, but I was yeah. He had a little Guilford vibe going on. He was yeah. Like when he was coming into work, he's some coder and he's listening to gangster rap. Yeah. Well. And then the other dude carried... was the other one, dude. They were both. It was the same. Yeah. That they he he cherry. You had the Indian him. guy and the. Yeah. When he's doing silicone, he's like, I kind of want to do a little office space nerd here. I want to get the the yeah. white guy that's kind of different and then not what you expect for a nerd and then. Yeah. The Indian guy over here that's obsessed with him. He was a little different there, but. Yeah. Well, it, and it's cool how, like, he changed their relationship <coughs> dynamic from, like, being best friends to, like, they're still best friends in Silicon Valley. But Guilfoyle's like, but... I'll let you be my friend. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to yeah. let you just because you want it really bad. Well, they're fucking on each other constantly. The whole time. Guilfoyle's fucking on Dinesh yeah. because Dinesh doesn't. He, he tries so fucking hard, you know. He's a child. But, but in the yeah. end. Yeah, they're best friends. They're best friends, dude. Which is they crazy. They had that company together. Yeah. You know? Which was the best way they could have ended that show. I'll say this about that show, and I know you've done it too. That's one of those shows, like The Office or something, The It Crowd. I can just put it on. Oh, yeah. Well, my just thing with fire it, it up. My thing with fucking Silicon Valley more so than the rest of them is like once I start it, I want to fucking finish it. You'll keep watching them? Yeah, dude. Yeah. M- me and Marina have both watched like the first four or five seasons of the show. She liked it? At le- yeah, dude. She liked it. Uh, at least three to four times. Yeah. Because like... It's good. We, well, she had to play catch up. You know what I mean? And you're like, I'll watch them with you. Yeah. And then there was like a time where... um, You got ahead of It her. wasn't... Well, it wasn't coming on. Yeah. And I put on the first episode, and the next thing you know, three days later, you're watching this all over again. Yeah, you're. Which doesn't all take long. It. No. But Short still, though, it's fucking Alec Bachman. Yeah. <laughs> fucking perfect, man. A good show. Yeah. But not Office Space, man. I mean, this is yeah. this is like a staple in like that pre 2000 comedy, like mm-hmm. it set a new standard in a lot of ways. It brought the idea of like a workplace comedy to the masses because I mean, before this, how many workplace comedies were there? Not like, like this had, one. Yeah. I mean, you had cheers, you know what I mean? Well, and you also had like, there was a show back in the day that this late and it was in an office like that, but it was one of those three camera, you know, sitcoms like yeah, Murphy Brown, I think. Yeah, that was yeah, an yeah. office comedy, but it this was the first one that kind of was like okay, and I like how he worked in the, uh, what was it Y two K? Yeah, yeah. They were going in and, and see I didn't you know they were going in there and changing the system because, and that's right before the movie came out it was like well when it rolls over to two thousand, everything's right. gonna be fucked up because they didn't put in four numbers they only put in two. Well, Which I remember. Them, I don't know about y'all. I yeah. remember where I was at the night that shit went down. Like, yeah, I remember. And where nothing I was happened. Too. Yep. Nothing. Um. So a lot of these earlier workplace comedies, just googling it, is most of them took place in a very interesting job environment. So you had like news radio. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was one. You had, you know, you had those type of shows. Where it was Frazier. Like, yeah, yeah. Interesting jobs. 
like no nothing mundane as office work. Yeah. And then and then you get this come out. The next thing you know, the office is coming out. Workaholics yeah. are coming out. You know, I, dude, I felt that workaholics. Yeah. I While I was too. watching this, I was like, yeah. you know, that was in the pitch. It was like, think fucking office space meets this. Yeah, office space meets like fucking Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's, that's exactly. Yeah. Well, and it just showed you like how boring it really is. Like, because in all those other shows, shit's popping. Yeah. The ball's rolling. And on this, it's just like, fucking, this sucks. Yeah. Real life. Real life, dude. But yeah, I fucking love this movie, man. We already knew it was going to get a star. I think it's going to get the coveted golden reel, dude. I think it should. I mean, I think all th- all four of the movies should get the coveted gold. I think he should get it. Yeah. For yeah, everything for sure. he's ever done. Yeah. I've never watched something that he put out, you know, and been like, fuck this. Meh. Yeah. Can't say that for everybody else. No. You know, everybody's got that one redhead stepchild where you're just like, mm, not their yeah. best work. Yoga hosers. <laughs> yeah. But like this, this guy's whole career. Yeah. From King of the Hill to Office Space. Beavis and Buddy like Good job, sir. It says here that the PC load letter scene was not scripted. David Herman had more lines to say to Ron, but Ron Livingston, but when he was interrupted by the photocopier jamming, he didn't understand what the error message meant. When he says, What the fuck is PC load letter? I remember it. And he was hitting the button, he's like, That's what I want, that's what I want. It was trying to come out. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. I had a printer like that at work. I know. I, yeah, I, I know the print. The big. That's a laser jet. That's no, a, I had a printer that kept fucking causing problems. Oh. I, I told them, I'm like, if y'all don't get this shit fixed, it's gonna get fucking office space real fucking quick up in <laughs> did here. Did they know what you meant? Some of them did. Were they nerds? Was it the IT department? Yeah, <laughs> they the know IT what's department up. guys knew it. Yeah, the rest of them were kind of like, mm. yeah, fucking. Frank over here is like, what? You know? Yeah. <laughs> what you mean? And then the fucking, the, the guy next door, dude. Oh my God. He will fucking kill. Even though he was only in the movie, like three he minutes. He killed it, time. dude. Yeah. Every time that he was like. When he's first introduced, dude, he's, he comes in and sits down. Yeah. And he's like, Mullet. you got to check out the chick on channel six. It's a breast exam. Like. <laughs> and he's like, dude, don't yell to the wall. Just come over. And he runs over there with his beer. Yeah. I like that guy. I do. And the one scene where he like pisses all of his buddies off when they leave, he's like trying to talk to the dude. And dude's like, mm mm. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, I don't want you to fuck my life up either. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> dude, those walls were paper thin. Yeah. Like, yeah, you got to check this chick out. And he comes over and just flips it to it. Check it yeah. out. He's like, it looks like your old girl. It looks like your girlfriend. By the way, are y'all still dating? Yeah. He's like, but I think she's cheating on me. He's like, yeah, I can see that. Everyone right. said that. Yeah. He's right. like, what do you mean? Everybody thinks she's cheating on you, dude. I like how they went the Shawshank Road with this, uh, you know, half a penny or, a, yeah, you know, that that whole that whole thing where they're going to use the computer virus to cheat the system. Mm-hmm. And see, I always in a couple of the, years it'll add up. Yeah, I always thought that the monetary value was a lot higher when I was mm-hmm. a kid. Yeah, I mean, 
which back in 99 350k was a lot of a lot more yeah. money than it is now you know yeah so and you know that would give them each and it was perfect there's three of them yeah yeah um i like the scene where they're doing the fucking heist yeah that, and they're that's handing gonna... it off He's you know loud. rolling in the chairs and he's coming around in the suit yeah i like the way it dude the, the most iconic scene from the movie's got to be where they fuck the printer up. That's, yeah. you know, that's Our, the scene that always sticks out. Yeah. And fuck that song, playing, that Ghetto Boys song. Yeah. It's like, fucking forget about it, dude. He gets the real. He burnt. They all get the real. He what? He burnt the building he down, did. Do dude. you blame him? He said, I'm going to burn this building down. Yeah, I'm going to set it on fire. He's, Dude, the scene with the cake. Oh, my I God. I feel terrible every time. Yeah. And he kept a piece, and she said, pass it down now. And he was like, well, the last time, I did, and she's like, well, don't, you know, just pass it down. That's what we're yeah. doing. And then he passes his, pass it, pass it. Then they keep theirs and don't pass it. Yeah. And he's standing there like, they were addicted to this guy. They're like, well, he was laid off five years ago, but there was a glitch in the system. Yeah. They're getting paid. And it's like, well, he just kept moving him. Dude, when he came down there and he's like, I'm going to need you to get a flashlight and some get raid and go me. after these roaches. Like, yeah, he's just roaches. fucking, and he's sitting there eating a the cake. Yeah. Fuck yeah, that guy, income. dude. Yeah. That's classic well, boss. Weird. Yeah. Classic dick. And that dude boss. played him to a T. Like, yeah. Now he was dressed like one of the guys from American Psycho, he was. but he played <laughs> he it to a T, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pale Nimbus. Have <laughs> we haven't watched uh, that movie, by the way. No, we need to do that on the pod for. <coughs> uh, we'll get to it. Yeah. But um, shit, I was gonna fucking say it was right there. It'll come back I'll to you. Yeah, Pale it Nimbus. Will. It was so fucking. That movie's so fucking good, man. Hilarious. Great, great time. I can't wait to watch it again in like 10 years, you know? Yeah. It's, it's been, been a while, a while since I've seen it. Yeah. Same beat you to it there. Yeah. Yeah. A G sync, but yeah. Um, <laughs> it's been a while. I can't even remember the last time I watched it. That's how long it's been. It ain't been like 10 years, but yeah, it's been a minute. Well, and it's one of those I, things, I, dude, hour and a half. In and out. It's a quick snack, dude. Yeah, in and out. Compared to movies today? Yeah. Quick snack. That's, and it just, you know. Yeah. Glad they never made a sequel. Yeah, yeah. Glad. The ending was perfect. He's fucking digging trash and happy, dude. Yeah. Just happy. And he's working with old dude. Dude's cool. You know, he's got some stories. Mm hmm. Uh, and the other guy's like, he wants to get you a job at fucking Enron or wherever the fuck we're working. You know, it sounds yeah. like that. Yeah, he's like, mm, yeah. nah. Spec con. Yeah. Try tron. Like, we're, nah. we're good. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah. Full star. Cool. Do y'all want to, uh, y'all want to go some, through some COVID chronicles? I mean, Let's it's kind of dying at. down. It's dying down. Yeah, the, the, the exposure rate is declining, which is good. They did say in one place when we reopened it did spike again. 
Yeah, but that was to be expected, though. Yeah, you know? you're going to get a little spy. Yeah. Let's see what we got. All right. I remember last week we were like 4.8 million, something like that. Yeah, almost. Five. I think that was right, right? Yeah. Uh, 5.5 million. It goes so, up yeah. a million every week, dude. Almost. Yeah. Like uh, 1.6 million cases in the U.S. It's about to hit 1.7. It's right. by tomorrow. We're about to top 100,000 deaths. More than any country. Like, yeah, course, by far. Yeah. Like, uh, in second place, we got the UK with 37, and Italy's coming in in the rear with 32. Well, I mean, some of those numbers are skewed from some of those countries. I'm now. sure. Well, here's I'm what gonna... I noticed about it when all this was going on. Let's say they brought someone in that had heart problems yeah. and they got COVID. If they yeah. died, they'd say it was from the heart problem. Yeah. A lot of that was happening. Right. These older people that were dying, they would say yeah, they died of heart failure or, you know, they had diabetes and, you know, no, it was the COVID that fucked them up. But, yeah. But yeah, that's the numbers. We're pretty much next week we'll be six point whatever. I mean, yeah. Waiting for 10 million. When we hit 10 million, we're going to do us like a, you know, like when a person on YouTube gets 10 million subscribers, we're like, we hit 10 million. Like, are we going to make a plaque for the COVID? <laughs> I guess. Yeah. COVID oh. 10 million subscriber edition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm going to write that down. We'll get a plaque made. Yeah. People we'll are like, what's that? I'm like, oh, well, that's when COVID hit 10 million. Yeah. yeah. If they hit 100 million, they get a diamond plaque. <laughs> Funny. Yeah, right. That's about it. That is about it. Did y'all see where fucking Jesse Eisenberg is happy about that Snyder Cut being released? Well, that that's what I wanted to get to. Oh. We haven't we haven't talked about this. We Wait, talked about it. We talked about it the day before it dropped. Yeah, we did. The last on podcast the we were talking yeah. about it about coming out on release. HBO. Yeah. And I'll be damned the next day. Here guess it is. what? It's fucking coming. This is happening. Yeah. I'm so happy I'll turn my goddamn camera on. <laughs> well, we all assumed, you know, yeah. that, that they were going to do something. I didn't that know it was, was going to happen the next day, though. That, like, that was quick. It was quick. <laughs> it's almost like they I, heard us. Here, Here's, how, here's how excited I was for it, Adam. I texted to you. I texted to Travis's wrong number. Mm-hmm. I texted it to Deidre on Facebook and told her to tell Trav about it. Yeah. She gave me Trav's phone number. I texted it to Trav. I said, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm dispersing the wealth dude. Cause as soon as I saw that on Facebook, it was like, uh, you know, hot, you know, 15 minutes ago. I'm like, <gasps> and I'm pulling my fucking. I woke so, up. Uh, let's unpack this shit. Shall we? Let's do it. I'm ready. All right. So here's what we know. This is before we dive into the new shit. Here's yeah. what we know. Justice League, the theatrical cut, was an hour, about an hour and a half minutes, which was a fucking shocker to my ass when I went and saw it in theaters. When the movie was over, I was like, where's the rest of the, the movie? Fact, never mind the fact that I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, you expected two and a half hours at least. I was I was yeah. expecting a solid two hour movie. Now um, I watched the cut, which was three hours, right? Wait no, a minute, that was Batman. No, you watched 
Oh, you watched the hour and a half fucking yeah. Well, there they, was they, no they, director's that, cut of that. that. No. Oh, that was the Batman movie. You're right. Yeah, Batman v Superman, which the hour and a half edition or whatever. Which we all, which anyone that that, that even bothers with these, these types of movies knows that if you're going to bother with it, that's the version you watch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So with it being a hunt, with it being an hour and a half, switching back to Justice League. If this is a four plus hour cut, why in the fuck was two goddamn two and a half goddamn hours gone? Why did they assume that that much stuff needed to be taken out and there was still a salvageable movie to put out in the fucking first place? Yeah, you're right. I mean, at that point, scrap everything scrap you fucking it. did and yeah, that's like that's pretty much like if I mean, sure, sure, I, I bet it's. It's stuff that pertain to everything we got in the different acts throughout Justice League, but on the whole, that that means the second and third act was completely removed. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so, with that in mind, are we getting the mini series run, or are we getting a full cut? Well, here, here's what Either I think. Way. Well, there, there's a lot of speculation going on as to how they are going to release this, if it's going to be miniseries style or... But the way that I see it is they could release it both ways. I don't give a fuck, dude. I'll watch it. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm Even the same way. Even if it's 10-minute episodes, I... Yeah. I'll watch ads. I'm just glad that we're going to get some sort of closure getting it, dude. to this story. No, yeah. dude. Hey, I think he's coming like, back. Well, they're filming more for it. He's coming the back. They're oh, they're going to finish the movie. They're adding more. Which yeah, makes they're me like wonder, they're actually going to finish which makes it. Makes me wonder now. Well, apparently, in in Snyder's original cut of Justice League, the fight at the beginning of the movie that had Steppenwolf, where he's fucking up the Atlanteans and Ares. Yeah. Originally, that's supposed to be Dark Side. Right. Yeah. Why so they, they just reshot to... that and put Steppenwolf in it? Yeah, like it was supposed to be dark. <laughs> that was side, some of the reason. And it's Steppenwolf. Yeah. So well, dude, I think he's question, coming back, man. He's my question is: Are out. we gonna get? Are we gonna get like the first maybe two to th- like two hours of it? Are we gonna get the retread of the original movie where we're dealing with Steppenwolf and the Mother Boxes? And are we gonna get some sort of new conclusion for it filmed now? Because the I felt I the way that I'm seeing with the reports of them having post-production crew back, getting all the, well, they got to finish the, back in the storyboard shots. Did, Everything's got to be finished. But did, did the, but did Warner brothers pretty much get a hold of Snyder and said, all right, here's what we're going to give you. You have four to five hours of film that you can do. You can put your original cut out there, or you can wrap your shit up because we're not stopping what we're doing now. We've already abandoned the DCEU or your version of it as we know it. I don't know. I heard that they might bring him Rapid, back to finish it. That's, it would be that that that's getting greedy, man. I think they're we're coming back this, to be getting, a showrunner. I think. Well, there's that's the article, only way they can make this better. It's there's an article right here that was released today that says Zack Snyder's Justice League will not set up any sequels or spinoffs. It says here the excitement for the Snyder Cut is so palpable that you can practically feel it flowing from the internet like the power of a mother box. Since the announcement, fans have begun smashing their DVDs and wondering what this long-awaited version of Justice League might lead to. 
could we could we be getting the various sequels that Snyder had planned, or maybe even the Batman movie that was supposed to continue Ben Affleck's legacy as the DC character? Well, sadly, it like... sounds sorry. Yeah. Uh, sadly, it sounds like the Snyder cut will lead to nothing. With uh, Umberto Gonzalez revealing that the Snyder cut of Justice League is basically one and done. He continued, this is to close the loop to finish the story. Maybe yep. not the whole story because he did not have a three to five picture plan. Yeah. But this Snyder verse, I'll call it, will end with the Snyder cut. Don't expect any spinoffs for Batman or with Ben Affleck as Batman or any of that. Right, so that. even at best. But so even if even they give him five best, hours, that's enough for him to, well, you know, get I in there like and do some work. We could get at least a shot of Darkseid showing up and Superman being like, no, nah, motherfucker, fuck off. And he's like, fuck it. Well, off. They might even fight him. You ain't got a lot of time. Or at, least, or at least flesh out the idea that when they defeat, if, 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 if what we get is just the movie, but stretched out longer, more in depth. They give you like 10 episodes, an hour each. If it's just going to continuously tell us the, the the attempt of Steppenwolf getting the mother boxes to try to do his, I don't want to be with the the new gods anymore. I'm going to do my own thing. If they're going to go that route, then I mean, fine. But I feel like with this attempt to be able to like add more shit and close it even more. So I feel like they're going to bring at least some sort of dark side moment in and Superman in the league or whatever, you know, it could be something small to be like, he shows up and they, they deal with him before he could really fuck something up. Well, didn't Snyder come out and say that his original plan was to do two justice league movies, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it's, it was supposed to culminate to Superman succumbing to anti-life being under control of dark side. And it's going to be Batman and the rest of the league working to get Superman back on their side and be able to stop it. Which which will work in perfectly with the story because the way they brought him back was fucking stupid. So if Darkseid's the one that actually brings Superman back to life when he comes to Earth, but any, that's a whole different story. But what I'm saying is like, if if he had two two films planned and they've got a good portion, and there's a couple of articles here that I got pulled up, but there's a good portion of that original cut and they're going to give him enough time to explain his entire DC story minus the follow-up to Man of Steel. Because he, he said that Batman v Superman was basically part one Justice League, then Justice League, then the follow-up to Justice League was going to close the story out. So even if they give him four or five hours, that's enough time for him to wrap all of his story plans up 110%. The yeah. only thing... And granted, and granted, though, but the thing we all we all have to consider here is even though we're getting this, even though we're getting it in whatever form, be it episodic or a full length feature, we're not going to be satisfied by what we get just because the expectation of what we're wanting out of it now is already so high. And it's in our we all have our own ideas of what we think it could go to and what it but should be. I'm just happy they let us have it. Like, but, yeah, I, yeah, they did the I, right I just, thing. I'm just, I'm glad that we at least get some sort of We've been harping original for fucking how long how, about it? How it should have built up. Yeah, for years, man. About just give it to us. And we and that's what we said. The only way to make this right is to let us have it. Which still it's a shot in the foot with Warner Brothers because let us have it. why were they naive to think that they could render a team up film? Superheroes and names that are capable of holding their own film. 
and think that an hour and a half is going to be enough to tell some sort of fleshed out story or at least begin one. Yeah. Because even in the idea that it was going to be Justice League Part 1 and then Part 2 is going to come out in a couple of years, an hour and a half still wasn't enough. That original idea still didn't wasn't good. Yeah. Because, I mean, as cool as their little Easter egg in Batman versus Superman was when he finds the file and it shows, you know, that Luther's been keeping tabs on everybody, that's still not enough to really flesh out each character and give them enough enough screen time to be faithful. Because one of my issues with Justice League was always how they how they did the Flash. I thought they did him I thought they did his character completely shitty in the they movie. They did him dirty, man. Yeah. Um, but now really, Eisenberg will get his. I, really I don't think he got all his and don't shit. Don't get me wrong. I get it. He's the comic relief, and I was cool with that because he's a quippy character. But I really hate it. And I know this, this is nitpicky nerd shit for real. But I hated that he just explained the Speed Force to Bruce Wayne over a slice of pizza. Like that takes a little. That that could be visually amazing in the how he breaks down what he could do to him, or like do you know. Like, just his powers and skill set, explaining it and everything. Like, I think they all could have done better. In the same way with Aquaman, it's just like, oh, he's a drunken merman that don't give a shit. Fuck it, you know? I saw where they thought they were going to have to spend $30 million on it, but it's way more. It's almost yeah, like it's they're making good. another movie again. They've already got a bunch of footage, but they got to bring people back in and finish. You know, they're going to do all the... We're not going to get storyboard shots. It would Whatever be nice scenes he didn't get to film, he's going to get to film them. Even though this won't, like like the article was saying, even though this may not ever, you know, this won't be the tentpole for more movies that are going to be like, oh, well, the events of a Justice League caused this or whatever. Even though that's not going to happen, I hope that they can fix Flash and, the, and Superman enough that either Ezra Miller's performance can be redeemed and somehow Cavill can last long enough to have us at least put one more good Superman film before the recast bullshit happens. Because at the end of the day, Cavill's not a bad Superman. No, I, I, like I, I, know, I like him. I know. I know. I tread into debatable waters here because there's people that don't. But, but the, the idea is that these movies are telling the story of Superman. Yeah. Yeah. Big part of it. Like, and and that, to me, like I think that, that that's that's something I feel like I've so enjoyed many it. They have, just fucked up the one. Have completely they've completely lost track of that. Like the DCEU is is the. I mean, it, you can even go so far as to like you know, like it's it's the idea that okay, we have Superman. He arrives on Earth. He he finds, and it's just Zack Snyder's choice of of how he goes about meeting everyone, and yeah. and and creating the world. You know, the DC world. As big as it can be in as short of a time span it can that it can be represented. Right. And but it's it's it 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 needs to finish with something that is that, that ends with Superman's character being redeemed. Cause they, they did that shit stupid in Justice League. Right. Like they pretty much used the Flash as a fucking uh goddamn it, you know, clear fucking yeah. like they used him as a high powered fucking uh defibrillator with the mother box to bring him back and that's like, one that's... hell of a defib like well it, 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 it can... flash which is kind of cool well, it renders the last shot of batman versus superman completely pointless it makes no fucking sense yeah it didn't line up. superman's coffin levitate if he's fucking for real dead 
because my idea was always going to be they were going to do some sort of nod to Reign of the Superman, where at some point they're like, hey, we need to go see if we can fucking bring Superman back. They go to Clark Kent's grave. There's a big fucking crater where Rep motherfucker has shot the fuck up out of it, went back to the Fortress of Solitude with fucking Doctor Who level brain scramble being like, what the fuck's going on? The ship fixes his stuff because he's fucking Kryptonian. All right, Superman's back. Yeah. Let's get the plot rolling, you know? But you know what's right. awesome is that in fucking 2020, the goddamn internet's got a voice, and we yeah. will be heard. You will fix Sonic. You will fucking drop the Snyder Cut, and you will bring James Gunn back to fucking Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, yeah. Yeah. shit's happening. Well, it's yeah. like for a couple of years, the world just took a, the movie world took a shit on itself in regards to now they Brothers, know. It was like James Gunn got kicked out of Marvel. Zack Snyder got an old tweet from Justice League, <laughs> and we got all this weird shit for a couple of years, and then they're like, you know what? Maybe we should. The like, internet was right. I mean, they yeah. are the people buying the tickets, after all. Yeah. Well, and right here on this one article, <clears throat> it says that one of the questions is the Justice League cast returning for reshoots, and it says that Gal Gadot, Ben Affleck, Ray Fisher. Ezra Miller and in particular Jason Momoa have all shown their support for Zack Snyder's vision in the past. Once the release was officially announced, it was revealed that all the cast members were contacted in case there were that were needed for additional voiceover work or possibly reshoots. Before the announcement was made, Snyder had teased that they would need to do some additional filming and even auctioned off a prize for a fan to visit the set during said reshoots, should they ever take place. So it seems likely that at least some of the cast members will be suiting back up for additional scenes for the release. So what I'm thinking is, I think that Warner Brothers went in with Zack Snyder and was like, look, we're going to release this on HBO Max. Um, And Zack Snyder is probably like, I'm not going to release this cut unless you let me tell my entire story. Uh-huh. Because why leave a cliffhanger when there's no need for one? When they're like, okay, well, we'll let you finish your story, but that's it. We're cutting ties. Like as as far as the DCEU, the Snyderverse, whatever you want to cut it, yeah. it's over. Like, we're not going to go like your ideas. The, the groundwork you lay in this movie is not going to be expanded upon. And yeah. if you're going to do it, you better do it. Don't fuck up again. Because, yeah. like, dude, you don't want to, the next five years to be like, fucked up the Snyder Cut. Like, because, you know. Hope, which uh, makes me hope that we get balls to the wall what we got in Man, Man of Steel and Batman v Superman. As decisive, as divisive, sorry, as divisive as those films are, at the end of the day, no one's bitching about them being changed. No. Yeah. Not really. One, I mean, once once the ultimate cut of Batman versus Superman dropped, people shut the fuck up because they were like, "This is what we wanted." Yeah, this fixed every fucking thing pretty much. <laughs> if they, what if they drop? If they let him do his whole thing, because everybody's already agreed to work on it and be a part, and they're gonna put more money into it. And he already had a damn long ass movie shot. Since they're doing some reshoots and stuff, if they go ahead and drop like eight, ten episodes. Like an hour each. Yeah. Since it's going to HBO and not the theater, they're like, nah, we're going to do it on HBO. Because right. it may be a series of, just let, dude, if Which, they give him a whole season. Also, remember what Watchmen also, did in the season. Well, that's going to be it. very also dependent to me. It's going to be very down to the editing. Like, they're going to have to have a hell of an edit going on because the thing, the, 
the last little snippet that I saw on it, and I think I sent it to Griff, it was that screenshot of somebody who had posted and said that there was they were entertaining the idea of like six to seven 35-minute episodes. And I'm like, 35 minutes? Like, I don't, I don't, I just, that, that's a, I would rather just a typical 40 to 47-minute episode, like an hour, like you know, a TV least, yeah. commercial, yeah. Just go ahead and chalk that extra 10 minutes on there. Well, here, because, here's, well, as soon as you watch I mean, one, you can watch another and another. Well, because I mean, you we, watch we, them all. Don't but. get me wrong. At the heart of Justice League, there's going to be some sort of cool story about why we have the heroes and all this kind of, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. But this is also, it's, it's, it's superhero shit, man. So it's got to have a fucking level of spectacle that this motherfucker is known to have. So yeah. when, like, when it's, t- when the talking's done and it's time for the action sequences and shit, it's going to have to be pretty fucking crazy, you know? Yeah. Well, the the main reason that I think that it's going to go to series and that I think that they're going to let him do what he wants to do, <clears throat> they're going to give this the Mandalorian treatment. Because think of how many people subscribed to Disney Plus just to watch the Mandalorian. They rela- released it episodically so that people would stay I subscribed to it. Yeah. So if they do 10 episodes, probably whether it, it be... Way. Whether it's like 30 and a half months of guaranteed profit. Exactly. And everybody on the internet. The longer, yeah, the longer you drag it out, the longer you got them. Yeah. And it's going to be record. I think it's going to be record. It's going to fucking beat everything, dude. I think, and this may be like legit the last of the Snyder anything period. Or it may be so awesome that they let him do some more. Well, it may be the start of something else where it's like, okay. The Snyderverse works in episodic form. Now we can do it on HBO. Yeah, And it's coming to HBO, so they don't have to cut. No. Let it be what it is. Like, you don't have to go in here and cut. It's coming to HBO. Yeah. And let it it tell the darker tales. Let it breathe. I think that's why they cut shit out, man. I think it was too dark. Well, general audience. It was too dark. When they think DC and Marvel, they think that it's just two sides of the same coin and to a degree it absolutely DC's is. always been darker to me They're darker people, more people more people are dead and shown to die in DC than mm-hmm. in Marvel Marvel has a way of I mean, and they're both, they both are, are, are a mirror of themselves in certain regards, but everyone knows that, I mean, Batman is a more brooding character than any of the Marvel lineups. Yes. Like, so <laughs> I mean, those different tones. And and so naturally with filmmaking, they're going to have a darker tone to them, which is why I don't think there's ever been anything wrong with some of the creative decisions that Snyder made on the DC films. Um, But, you know, I like the long, I like the long, I like the idea that Superman is not the Boy Scout yet. I like Captain America. He hasn't become entirely pure yet. And I, because the thing about it is if, he, if it went right out the gate and he was just, oh man, him, the positive. Because to me, I don't think that aspect of the comic will translate well into film. It was not going to be believable because the big gripe about Superman is that he's virtually everything. Yeah. He's a one man Avengers. He's, he, he technically can do everything the Justice League does, depending on who the fuck's riding him. Yeah. And so 
I, I like the idea that it's like, okay, let's let's have that. Let's have the 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 truth, justice, American way top thing of Superman. But let that be an end game and let that be a goal to work towards over all of this. That way we have a flawed Superman. We have a Superman that's going to fuck up so that the stakes can be raised. Yeah. Like, I don't, it, it just made sense to me. But I mean, I yeah. know for a lot of people, they think stylistically and narratively that it's a fucking horrible idea. So who am I, of course? But I think a lot of people agree that like it's that there's never been anything wrong with with the Snyder films. No, not to they're me. just not they're just not for necessarily for a fucking seven year old. Yeah, the seven they're not the gonna lo- they're gonna love the boom and crash of the Zaw fight and everything. But you know it's 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 there's more there's more a more moral thing going on underlying that a little kid ain't gonna pick up. So uh, one thing that I wanted to hit on before we transition to another topic is you want to talk about Back to the Future. Huh? No, go ahead. I got that. Well, um, no, this still has to do with the the Snyder Cut okay. thing. So uh, I've been kind of thinking about it a decent amount here here the last since it was announced. Since it dropped. Know? Yeah, and it's Wednesday like, of okay. last week, baby. Yeah. Well, you know, there's a couple of facts that we do know. We know that Superman's going to be resurrected in some way. We know that the Justice League is going to come together and fight him. Mm-hmm. And then we know that the, he's going to kind of rectify himself and, and become the Superman Classic. that we all wanted. You know what I mean? So my question to you guys is, in your mind, how does that happen? Like, how does how does, how does does Superman get know, resurrected? Dude. How, how how does the Justice League form, and then how what's the turning point for Superman to become the character that he's always or the person that he's always meant to be? Well, we uh, know they shot the scene, so does he still jump him off? Is that still going to be? So. You don't think that's going to happen? Well, I think no. I think the turning point would be if they go so far as to finally show us in the cut. Um, well, you already said something about old dude bringing him back. Well, Superman, his turning point is going to be somehow linked to Lois, obviously. Mm-hmm. So I think what's going to happen, Superman's going to fuck up. Something's going to happen. It's going to get Lois killed. See, that's dark. He's gonna, over the course of them fixing and righting the wrongs, Superman realizes that he could have done something differently. And that's yeah. what's going to change his compass more, you know, above all else. Yeah. And he's going to find that mesh between either being, you know, laying low like Jonathan Kent told him in Man of Steel, or he's going to do like his father told him in Man of Steel, uh, uh, Jor-El, and he's going to just become this god, this almost authoritarian level god that's like, I'm going to save every fucking thing. What if- Fuck how I do it. I'm going to do it. And he's going to find that sweet medium of being able to pick and choose sweet when him. he needs to go all out. Cause that's something too, with Superman as well as if you've noticed in a lot of his, in a lot of his runs where he'll fight up against someone there's, you know, there's like a lot of moments where he's finally like, you know, when he snaps and just loses his shit, like one of the best, like one of the best fucking panels I've ever seen is when uh dark side, there's a run where dark side's fucking on him at, at one point. And they kill and he kills Supergirl, and that fucking sends Clark off the fucking deep end, knocks this bastard through a boom tube, and 
fucking staples his ass to the border wall of the universe pretty much. And it's like, here's where you're going to fucking rot asshole pretty much. Yeah. And so like, you know, they'll, they'll find that they'll, they'll find a way to where he can be destructively badass, but he's going to be smarter about it. And he's going to be able to, to factor in the fact that, okay, I'm about to send this motherfucker through like eight different buildings. Instead of that, let's get him, you know, take the fight somewhere remote. And that way they can go fucking all out, get away from civilians, do all those things. And I feel like that's going to be done very quickly with what time we have to see it happen. But I think that it's going to involve something with Lois and, and the way he brings it back, because as cheesy as it is now, because it doesn't hold up like it did in the eighties, but when Superman reverses time by flying the fuck around the earth yeah. and the Christopher Reeve Superman, because you know, you can make time work that way back in the day. Superman. I can. think that I feel like it would be a touching nod to that. If they find a way for Superman cool. to experience the death of Lois Lane, reverse that because he's Superman and that be some way that they go about him, at, at least or, for Superman's character development to getting to being the hero. That's not going to kill but more or less protect. And if that requires death, it has to be in the utter utmost extreme situations yeah. or it has to be something that's not going, that's not human life per, you know, for instance. Yeah. I got something to add to that. It could be Lewis could be his mom. Yeah. Yeah. The mom true. would be, he ain't got a dad left. Well, well, and I mean, picture Tad, him, picture what, them what killing the mom or both. What if they kill both? Well, well, remember the last time someone tried to fuck with his mom when Zod and his goons showed up in Man of Steel? Like he fucking he showed up with well, that see, bitch in a heartbeat. I think that sent Zod through the fucking exactly we got that badass with his mom. Like his dad's badass. already gone, yeah. no dad, and that that was hard enough to go through that. If if they take his mom, fuck everybody. Like yeah. it's either gonna be one of the two or both. Yeah. It could be both, and that's why they're like, "It's too dark, man. You can't kill both of them." He's like, "But that's what I want to well, do." They're only well, if if they're gonna have any sort of implication of time travel, which I know a ton of people, if they're listening, are probably gonna be like, "Because I mean, Endgame gave us probably the you know it yeah. gave us our one our one superhero, which it may be why they cut it out. They were like, "Endgame's doing it." Well, the reality is that, you know, you can't, you can't make comic book stories or at least a large scoped comic story where we're dealing with different areas of the universe, different fucking planes of existence, shit like that. You can't have it without time travel. And most of the publications, pretty much every major run that you find most of the time, someone's going back in time to fucking fix something. So if they did it in such a way to where it's like, okay, this isn't going to become the plot of the movie, but it's a MacGuffin to help fix course, correct what we need to do because we don't have two more films to to do it. Yeah. Well, I'm looking at it as get rid of everything that was justice league because they went in and reshot what 60 to 70% of that probably dude with it being an hour and a half probably the entire movie get every fucking yeah. thing I mean really and I mean, delete an hour shit. and a half delete it yeah. and then wipe the hard drive and I don't even remember it if that helps you guys I don't that's I how much it didn't stand like, out to the, me like, I remember complaining file. about it like, dude, but then find I just the master kinda, file Locked of it. the Justice League with all the stuff. Dot exe. It's like this no, and then like everything. run a big 
go run a big magnet across that hard uh-huh. drive and just purge it. Like make it to where nothing else is going to ever be tainted on that hard drive again. Well, they uh, made it right, guys. Yeah, Even well, if the Snyder Cut's garbage, and I don't think it will be. No. They've made it right. Yeah. So it's well, the garbage that motherfucker wanted us to see. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, what I'm, you know, I'm just happy. Well, I, I'm thinking that I don't think that there's going to be any time travel happen. I think it's going to be cut, dry, straightforward. I think it's going to be they're going to build Dark Side up over the course of the story uh, with as much time as they have and everything. They're going to, I feel like he's going to be able to tastefully introduce the other characters. Let him be like, more like, be like the final form of the final fight. Like Superman's laying the herd on Steppenwolf. He's whooping his ass. He's whooping his ass, this, that, and the other. And then, okay, Dark Side rolls up and Dark Side gives the whole spiel of what he was going to do. And the league assembles in front of him and is like, no. Get wrecked, motherfucker. Well, like, and what's Jesse Eisenberg's fucking shit and all this? Like, we don't even know what he did in the movie. Yeah, I mean, like, he's happy yeah. that it's going to be released again. So he yeah. had to have shot more things. Like, yeah, he's he's going to be involved more. Like, and he did a good. He did good. Yeah. From what so, I saw. And, yeah. And I and I really think that I'm scrapping all of the shit from the other one, and I'm thinking that. I think it's going to be straightforward, cut and dry. I think you're going to see scenes of Darkseid showing up and doing fucked up stuff to fuck, you know, fucking people up. And with while that's going on, I think that he's going to be the reason that uh, Superman comes back to life to begin with. And I think that the them getting the league together is going to be as simple as Superman's fucking shit up. Well, Superman's fucking shit up. Oh, when he goes up. dark. Yeah, and they sh- and the the different characters start showing up at yeah. that point, and, and then I they think, all come together, be, dude. Which would be a really badass sequence yeah. of like a good, like a classic. Everyone's suited up, kind of like the 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 fucking shot that's iconic now with the Avengers, where they're all back to back. They're you know, Widow's fucking reloading her pistol, Cap's fixing the shield, Iron Man's hovering in place, Hulk's flipping the fuck out. Like, well, we get us a cool shot like that where. Fucking, you know, get the pan around, dude, where the camera does that thing where it goes around them. Yeah, Yeah, and they're all fucking pulling their weapons out and shit. And dude, here's what's gonna happen. I think Batman's gonna be if they all show up a little bit at a time. Batman's got to be the one to get through to him and be like, "Hey, man, you remember me from before? Same mom name. We gotta work this. You know, there might be a little fight." There's gonna be a fight. I just, I would. Love, Batman's got to be the one they, that. I would love like, if somewhere in Snyder's original. Calm cut, down. We had we had just a moment where it's just a shot of Batman and Superman, and we have like one of the shots that we see in all of the different uh, variants of the world's finest run of Batman Superman comics, where we have like that moment where you see both of them talking, and then they they have that understanding. They're like, you know, you have your way, I have mine. We're gonna set that shit aside, and we're gonna fuck. We're about to fuck these people up, dude. Like you know, and that's you know just some cool shit like that. Rated R. I don't care. Like any kind of Marvel, dude. To me, Batman and Superman. That's the game to me. When I was a kid, those were my motherfuckers. Like, yeah. So I don't. I just. I've always wanted. You know more. Like and I want, I want more redeeming. And I enjoyed his Batman. His Batman was good. I don't care what anybody says. Like, 
That was a good like, whammy, like a pit bull, you know? Like, I, I know they can't do it. Was it. It's, a different, it's a different story, but I want, I wish they could have done a moment. They might Because I know we, more, probably won't, we probably won't get this in the Snyder Cut, but one of my favorite moments is, is, is it always deals with the Flash, because, like, you'll have, like, a, a crossover event happening where, like, you know, people are getting their ass beat left and right, this, that, and the other. And because of the Flash being a speedster, he's so he can get away from everything. So, like for instance, there's a moment in uh, where he's getting chased by a, uh, by an evil version of a Green Lantern ring. I'll leave it for simplicity's sake. And it, these things are fucking locking on everybody. We've got an evil Superman, evil Batman, evil Wonder Woman. All these people are getting corrupted and shit. And this ring's hauling ass to get Barry Allen. And there's just this moment where where, where Barry's like, you know what? These motherfuckers don't know who the fuck I am. And he out, he keeps running and outrunning this ring that the ring starts breaking apart by the fucking, its molecular structure starts breaking the fuck apart. And I want that moment where the flash is just like, I'm going God mode. Fuck this. Where I'm, you know, like, and just come in there and fucking do some shit where, you know, things are getting, you know, the team's getting overtaken. And then the flash just rushes in and just like, there's just a pile of bodies where he's just fucked them all up. Yeah, that would be. That would be interesting. Well, as soon well, as this shit comes out, yeah, I don't care what yeah. we're watching, dude. We're in there. Yeah. If we well, got to do it weekly, we'll do it weekly. It'll take up a good hour to hour and a half, you know. Like I, 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 I can't I remember who wait. I was talking to. I might have said it to both of you guys, but when it drops, man, you, like if I don't come on that night, y'all know for sure that's what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, we are watching I'm that. I have my shit. popcorn tub ready. My fucking I'm excited. Up and my, we finally my next got dude button ready to hit. Have we know? been talking about this since 2000? What, 17, 16? I mean, how long has I'm it sure, been? I'm sure there's a previous episode where at one point. One well, we were like, watching these movies early on, and oh, dude, we have bitched. Like, so the Justice League came out in 2017. So we've been talking about this for three years. Feels like it. Yeah. And we, dude, it's happening. Yeah. And remember, we were like, they can't wait. Don't wait. Yeah. Do it now when everybody wants it, man. Like, instead of waiting, do y'all think this Corona shit helped it? I think so. Do you think it helped because all these companies are like, what can we do? What, what? Well, to a degree, because you got to think it about helped. it this way, too. Even though in our neck of the woods, things have kind of gotten more lax. And, it ain't like that in them cities, are- baby. Some of those bigger cities, man, they're still New York, I LA. LA. I believe LA County in California right now through various stuff well, that I want. They got an extension, Travis, on the stay at home order for three more months. Yeah, so there's so, still a large amount of the population that's fucking just. And, you know, I hate to say this, but those are the cities man. that matter, you know? But because of that, but because of that, Streaming services have skyrocketed their subscriptions, man. There's a demand for content right now. Because. And a lot of companies, and we've seen it too. We're, we're, we're almost a fucking testament as well for the past few weeks because, like, even our trailer, our trailer reels that we do now for like the past month or two, that the, the pickings, they're all VOD. You know, the pickings have been slipped. And they're, they're all, usually B movies. They're, all, usually they're pretty much Netflix. They've gotten past most of the trailers that for the AAA films that are coming out. They've already been they're they're out there. They're in the ether, and the delays have made well, their releases be all that. Tom up Hanks one we watched before all this shit, and now it's going to VOD. Hey, right here, this is my segue. Capone, dude. 
Griffin hit me up this past week was like Capone's on VOD. Yeah. In 10 days, they made $2.5 million. They're a long, all right, so far they've made 20.6. Now they haven't made their money back, but they it will. will. Yeah. It's out there. It's, let's see what the, uh, I don't even know what the net, so, I don't even know what the charge was on this shit, but. I wasn't really sure when to throw this in there, but there is a new king of sci-fi guys and his name is Seth Ickerman. This is the guy uh, that did, uh, I watched blood machines. Yeah. I watched it twice. Oh, I, um, I know it's what? 50 minutes. How many episodes? It's three chapters. Okay. They vary between 17 to 20 and 30 minutes. Um, my complaint is that I wish it had been released as one. Yeah, well, you could just watch it. Load but, it in the next one. But with that aside, guys, 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 guys. Dude, guys. the comment said that this is the way sci-fi should be done. That's Dude, what it said. This guy, if there's ever... She saw the right, comment. So you guys know the that... You know that 90s to early 2000s aesthetic that anime had. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking about. It's that 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 aspect of anime. Well, like the trailer, like, the way it's shot. It's well, like, some, I don't well, even know, you know what's how happening. Most anime adaptations, man, like they never get it right. Yeah, there's a look to it. Yeah, Blood Machines has like any cyberpunk film that you can think of. It should have been shot like this. Like hyper hyper space when they're fucking going through warp and everything is psychedelic as fuck. Um, it's and here's the weird thing about this: the movie, the underlying theme of it is a almost feminist style message. Yeah. And normally when I see shit like that, dude, you're turning what like, you're like, ah, oh, agenda. Doesn't make a doesn't it, it's because of the twist of this whole thing. In the final episode of it, though, dude, is what makes it for me. And a lot of it is because this this show was scored by Carpenter Brute, which I'm a very big fan of them and their music. They're kind of they're kind of Seth Ickerman and him is kind of like Argento and Goblin is to the '70s horror films. Like you know, you have that director, and it's his, there's there's go to guys for his score for his film. Yeah. And I see this playing out a lot too, but right. like with it being so short. I feel like it deserves an episode personally, but I don't know how y'all are going to take it because the, the, the show is, it's very fucking vague. Um, it's more or less like a 50 minute music video more so than like a movie. There's dialogue. There's stuff that furthers along something that you want to call a plot. But the, the, the thing itself is so visually and aesthetically amazing, dude, that like you really, anyone that is a fan of, any fucking thing to do with film needs to watch this. Like, I can't stress it enough. Yeah. Well, uh, before we, there's a couple of things I wanted to hit, mm-hmm. uh, talking about what HBO max and Zack Snyder and all this is doing. So with the announcement of this, uh, David Ayer, I got question on Twitter. Somebody tweeted him and said, the version of Suicide Squad that we've all seen was not the movie David Ayer wanted to release. With the popularity of the superhero genre, why not show his cut on at HBO Max? I'm sure a lot of DC fans would love to see an alt version of the film, and it would help sell the app. 
And then David Ayer responded and said, this is a good question. My cut would be easy to complete. It would be incredibly cathartic for me. It's it's exhausting getting your ass kicked for a film that got the Edward Scissorhands treatment. Mm. The film I made has never been seen. So right Let now, finish it, dude. cut it with the Snyder cut, make a section of HBO Max, Max called DC Elseworlds, profit. Well, the, now there's a new hashtag. Oh yeah, it, dude! Release ready. his cut. Release the air cut. Oh, it's, it's gonna happen, like, dude. Wild wildfire. We're gonna get everything uh, we wanted. It would be it would be nice if Warner Brothers did some, this as some sort well, of well. They did it for this because one. it's their fault. It's, it's their, their fault, fault dude. For the past three fucking years, dude, people have been calling it's them on their shit. Fault. And it's nice that they're fucking responding to it in some well, way. I'm sure they won't ever come out. Who did like, the Sonic trailer? Was that Sony? Who did the Sonic trailer that listened? Who was that? Let's see, who put it out? Yeah. Was it, it Universal? Was it? Um, was it Paramount? I think it was Paramount. Yeah, it was Paramount, oh, I'm wow. pretty sure. Yeah, because the opening credits, they replaced the story. That's right. The I remember it now. Yeah. The fucking sound um, I got to bring this up. What, what you got some more, Griffin? Like... Yeah, I've got one more. You going to talk about fucking... What I say earlier? Back to the future? No. no. Okay. So, so in the vein of what's going on, there's also another campaign happening. Oh my God! I'm signing up for everything. Hashtag make solo two. <gasps> oh. It hashtag make solo two happen trends on the second anniversary of solo hitting theaters, which came out May the twenty fifth. So, um. There oh, is so are, are people are people finally backpedaling and admitting that Solo yeah. wasn't as bad a film as they fucking Well, dude, when it. we were talking about the Snyder, the Snyder Cut, I was even thinking that. Yeah. I felt the well, Solo I mean, down inside well, of I, me. Like, if if I recall, when we watched it, we all were we like... We loved it, about, dude. We, like, we wasn't terrible. We sucked that movie's dick for an hour and a half, dude. And, and said, here was the thing. When we watched it, it was already canceled. Yeah. And yeah. we were upset. Yeah. So, and it says here that last year on May the 25th, the hashtag make solo to happen trended and it did it the, this, this year as well. Said so solo fans, some of which who didn't even see the, uh, the movie in theaters are ready for Disney and Lucasfilm to deliver a sequel with Alden Ehrenreich back as the young Han Solo revealing Darth Maul at the end of the first installment just has not sit right in the past two years and people want some real closure mixed with more adventure. Well, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Um, even if they, even if they didn't make a solo too, Darth uh, Maul's going to have some shit. They could find a way to bring stuff. Maul back in the Mandalorian. I, I think I they're already they working on it. Yeah. Uh, that dark, the, I've the heard rumblings. That, oh, well, the blade that Gus had at the mm-hmm. end, he cut himself out of his top fighter. Apparently that's a sword that's from the 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 Clone Wars show. So it says here that earlier this year, solo co-writer Jonathan Kasdan revealed that the studio is not pursuing a solo sequel at the moment. Kasdan went on to say a sequel on the big screen would be a tough sell. This had, <laughs> this has led to speculation about a possible Disney Plus series with the official cast returning. Both Alden. Aaron Reich and Amelia Clark signed on for multiple movies, so it could 
technically happen if the studio wants to pursue it, but will they want to return to a project that wasn't a home run for them? So it says that Solo 2 just isn't officially in the cards at the moment, but that gives Star Wars fans the time to mobilize. So far, the campaign has been extremely rooted in positivity, which is pretty rare for fans of the franchise. If if it was able to keep up the momentum of the Snyder Cut movement, there's a chance that the sequel could happen or even a possible Disney Plus series. Snyder is currently hard working on, you know, getting his original vision, this, that, and the other. So, um, they release they're releasing the so, uh, solo July the tenth on, on Disney Plus. Plus. That's when it's officially coming out. So it is coming out on there. I I think that the, it'll happen. It can it, it, happen and go straight to Disney Plus because I don't know what people were thinking when that movie came out, and I don't know why. I'm, I don't have no idea, but but I know since then they've been like, man, we wanted more of this. Yeah. It was a studio, though. Yeah. It wasn't the people. You had a little like a little pocket of people over here that said some shit about something, and the studio was like, they're right. Mm, ax yeah. it. And yeah. then we're all over here like, whoa, just get one. You killed Han Solo. Yeah. You killed him, okay? And we want more. I, yeah. We'll get it. I think we'll get it. So with with the Snyder Cut I saw a, coming over. I, was saying, the I saw a pretty oh. funny meme the other day about Star Wars, which y'all were talking about, uh, the other Solo thing. The meme said something to the, to the degree of like, uh, um, with the release of the Snyder Cut, we're we're looking totally forward to the Ryan Johnson cut of The Force Awakens and Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, right. Well, and I, I and I think with with the way that we're gonna start seeing it more and more, dude. Well, I think that, and also I think it's gonna tell the studios that they need to release the original vision of the writers and the directors that are involved with these projects. And let it come out, let it live as it is, and make the decisions of that franchise based off of the reception of it. Preach. Start having more confidence in Preach. the people they hire to do these films. And the people were all hyped about doing them. Yeah. We're over here hyped about it. Oh, they picked this uh, guy. I mean, Let's go. Because I think this also brings up something that we've we've seen before. Um, you guys remember that time we went off the deep end and watched a bunch of uh, 80 Shankar uh, short films from his YouTube channel, uh, the bootleg universe. Well, he's got a, he's got a podcast on there that he had for a while where he had these directors come on and they would pitch what they would do if they had a certain IP, like how they would have done the film and stuff. And at the end of the day, all of these directors are going to have very, very vastly different approaches to how these films are made. So when these direct, so when these like executives and shit hire these people on, typically by this point they've already pitched their idea and how they're going to go about it, and then somewhere along the way these guys shit the bed and just flip on them. Yeah. Um, I feel like to a degree Warner Brothers knew what Zack Snyder was going to do, yeah. and they, they they obviously knew considering they've already invested so many millions of dollars into the guy. They just didn't to like make the it. two films that are already completed and out. So he was on to something and he was, you know, well, it's that classic case of the fucking squeakiest wheel gets the grease just because you've got a handful of people that go to the theater and it doesn't live up to the expectation that they have set in their hearts on how this should play out. Because 
if they would have never released the shortened version of uh, Batman v Superman and released the full version in theaters, because that's yeah, the one that people wanted to see, like yeah, and and if they wouldn't have went back on Justice League, <laughs> then we might actually have an established DC universe. You fucked and up. Like, you dropped the ball, and baby. Like, and this might sound this might sound divisive, or it might be it, it might be debatable, obviously, but. I also think the, the the flow of information from sets, I think behind the scenes stuff should always be reserved for after the film has been made and put out and everyone has a chance to see it for like with, without any knowledge of what looks like this, what's going to happen third act. None of like I, I really, I, I'm getting to the point now myself when, when it comes to keeping track of these films as they're released they put out too much information that can sway opinion and it, and it really needs to stop it. it this, this mindset of people being like, I need to know what the bat suit looks like five months before the camera mm-hmm. even cuts the fuck. We're already on. getting like, Robert Pattinson. That, that, shit's gotta, that shit's gotta stop. Like, on the, the movies on need the... to come out the way that they, or, or at least, or at Dude. least like with Sonic, they need to go, okay, here's the trailer. The trailer comes out, the fans react and then go from there, then do the post-production, then do the reshoots, then fix what audiences were like, hey, this 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 doesn't look like that's going to pan out too well. And and usually, most of what fans bitch about are very minor fucking things, yeah. man. Like, it's, it's always these nitpicks. But if those nitpicks can be fixed in post, and they can. why not use the... Like, why not use the trailer as a way of, of pitching it to general audiences, shit which is on it what it it's come supposed out. to be. Yeah, that should be the pitch. Give us a good trailer. Hey, well, like that first Suicide Squad trailer not a 30 we watched. Fucking, and, and not a 30 fucking second teaser either, where we just get ambient music and then the title. I don't like on. that. That's so fucking stupid. It's clickbait. It's garbage. Marvel is yeah. kicking DC's ass. Well, They're think getting their ass kicked. Who, who's the better test audience is it some dipshits in it's a theater youtube baby it's put that fans. shit on two youtube week, two weeks on youtube and sometimes maybe even not even two days but two weeks on youtube can give a fucking person the idea what here, they're here we go how it's gonna be received. sonic's number one number one sonic they put it on there everybody was like we don't like the way he looks the movie was yeah. great we watched it it was awesome i love it so when that if that movie would have come out the way that you know God intended over there, it would have been terrible because all these people would have bitched about it. But they fixed it, and everybody's like, "Oh yeah, we like it now." Like nothing. I, I saw no bad shit for Sonic. Nothing. No. And the internet was happy because they listened. Yeah. And and, and you know we are the test audience with Sonic with Sonic as an absolute example to this. As far as anything. Anything that is like a heavy, heavily steeped in pop culture, things like Sonic, things like any comic book, period. Those are the type of things that when they come out that that could benefit. Obviously, if some director is making is making an art house film like The Pianist or what have you, shit like that doesn't need that. No, the artist didn't need it. But in regards... But in regards to something that has a very large and very dedicated fan base, when you're taking something like this and you're going to put it on the big screen and it's going to be this big money gamble, they can reroute the logistics enough, surely as a company. They've done it. To do these kind of test things. 
That's usually what Comic Con's for. Yeah. They'll show footage at Comic Con well, well, and see I'm the reaction. I'm pretty sure everyone realizes now, and I'm not speaking. And we for don't all, get this year, but uh, I don't think mo- most most people around here that are really big fans and stuff like that. Most people in the in the world don't have the a the time or the money to, to go, go to Comic Con. No, we don't. But that's what they use it hey, for. That's, a, that's another. That's a platform of people that almost. Like a lot of people there probably had enough money to buy the ticket, but they haven't spent I, the time actually loving this. Type I think of this is going to happen, and, and the I, various things. I hate to say it, but I hope the COVID thing stretches out long enough to where they just put Comic Con online, well, and they'll see the influence happen. that well, they get, well, and E3 be like, is, "This is what we got to do." Yeah, it's all been online. E3's done. It's all happened. E3's and that's what they should do, but E3, you can always watch shit from E3, but Comic-Con, we had a panel, and they showed some footage. You can't see it. Then you try to find it, and that guy goes to jail because he films it on his cell phone and puts it online. Put it out there, man, and let us tell you what we think. Read the comments. Hire people to read the comments, and they're like, they like it. This is good. We're doing good. That's all you got to do. Put it online. Why you? I get it. All these people bought tickets, so it's like it's exclusive, and it's like, well, yeah, we'll, we can't go to Comic Con, bitch. We got uh, jobs, you know. Like it's in fucking San Diego. Like yeah, the simple like the simplest thing is always going to be the easiest solution to any problem. And instead of exposing a small minority of fandom to one specific thing and cutting the rest, like, I don't like that idea of everybody else making a decision for me. Uh-uh. If we're going to be involved as an audience, then everybody needs to fucking be involved as an audience. Or don't release anything until a month before we all the can fucking see movie it. comes out. Yeah. I think this and year re- it's going to happen. They're re- going to put it online. The trailer format. They're going to put it the trailer, online, put the, the footage out there. For, and, and here's what I mean. The trailer formula needs to fucking stop. We need to stop getting the movie condensed down into two fucking minutes where every pivotal scene gets like two seconds of screen What do you time. say? Just give and you no, a scene? Give me, just give, give me, you a like, scene. Here's the thing. If Take a about, scene from the movie and just upload like, the like entire instance, scene and be like, okay, like this is instance, good. Superman. Like, I'll even go so far as to be a 1920s fucking radio guy. <laughs> when young Cal L is sent to Earth from the exploding Krypton, he lands on Earth to be raised by the kids to become Superman. And it shows him jump, save some bitches, punch a hole in the wall, Superman coming to theaters next summer. Leave it at that. Leave it at fucking that. Don't, don't show me who much. he's going to fight. I don't want to know that. They do I give you a lot. When I go watch it. There's like, several there's trailers out there you watch, and it's like, seen the movie already, don't need to watch it. There is something, with these comic films, there is something to to be had when you watch one of these movies and a moment that does throw back to one of your favorite comics or a villain that you thought would never show up, and they're there or whatever. You know? And he's in the trailer, and would have been better when you watched it and he wasn't in the trailer. You know, you go there and you sit down, you're like, whoa, what's happening? Nope, but you can't because it was in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Saw it in the trailer, not surprised. I think think Spider-Man Far From Home is a a recent, you know, a a more recent example of completely fucking any kind of chance of a wow factor with your spectacle stuff. I didn't know it was Because essentially... Essentially, we saw clips of the elementals. We saw Mysterio flying around. Trailer didn't give you shit, dude. 
the trailer was just like, check out this CGI, you know? <coughs> and it was good. I mean, don't get me wrong. There were moments that they kept that was cool. Like, still, the most badass. It, like, Far From Home, for all its issues that it might have, it's it one of its best parts as far as, like, Spider-Man action from the book into the movie has got to be the scene where he overcomes the Mysterio mindfuck. You know what I mean? Like, and he starts, he goes, he goes full Spider-Man. That was a good movie. You know? That was a good fucking movie. Yeah. I'm happy they worked it out. Yeah. So what's the... And I, and, 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 Wait. And that's... <laughs> Back to the Future? If Back to the Future is being remade... If it's that's not, but let me tell you what happened. Everybody's pissed drop, about it. I'm leaving the call. That's not I'm it. Not talking about that's this not call. it. I'm not wasting my time. It's not I worth I already said time. it's not it. Wait a minute. But I'm worried. I'm worried it's going to... It's not that. I'm worried this is it's going to snowball, Adam. You're going to be like, oh, no. We're, I'm already we're, telling we're not, you, man. We're not jumping off a cliff, Travis. We're bungee jumping. Justin you know, Bieber's like, not starring in it. It's, listen, they upload it to Netflix for some fucking reason, probably because of all this, but it's an edited cut, and they took some shit out. All right? Yeah. Everybody got mad at Netflix. What Everyone was, was online, but it wasn't Netflix. It was the film company. I can't, was it Warner Brothers? Was I don't. It? Well, they just took something out. I don't even know because I couldn't watch the scenes because we're streaming. Was it? But some they shit just. When the... Well, it was a scene where it cut to a newspaper article that he was reading, and it was something else that they just removed completely, took it out of the movie, and then they sent it over to Netflix, and it got released. Now, I, I'm not. Is it Warner Brothers? Is it a scene that's supposed to represent like like some shits like you know like when they reference something in the movie like it was a photograph just, or like it was just some when Doc Brown's out, holding up the thing to be like I'm gonna get committed about. if we don't fix this shit you know like I'm trying to look and see I know it's Robert Zemeckis I don't even know that who put it out as the scene in question finds Marty McFly thinking that he scored the Sports Almanac I only learned that it was Biff's Girly magazine. The edit took away some dialogue from Michael J. Fox and the cover of the magazine. It just seemed like an odd choice, and the edit was really bad, to where just about anybody who was paying attention could have noticed it, even if they didn't remember that the magazine one, cover. That was just one of the myriad ways that it was making it hard for the, him to recover it. The internet blew up about it and gave started throwing shade at Netflix. And then it came out that Universal Pictures did it before they sent it over to Netflix. They did it. Yeah, They're the ones. Sure. They changed the cut. And then this is what they said in the article. It said, if this movie's been changed for your streaming pleasure, what other movies have been changed? What are they yeah. cutting before they send it over that they think yeah. should be removed? I remember that scene where it was a girly mag. It was a. It didn't yeah. say Playboy, but you knew what it was. It was Jugs. Yeah. And they took it out. Why? Well, it says that the edited version was made for foreign markets. Bob Gale and Robert Zemeckis didn't even know that that existed. It's also unclear which country had a problem with Biff's Ooh La La magazine cover. (laughs) Oh, that's what it's called. Yeah. Gale says, I ask that, that the studio destroy this version. That's pretty bold, but it has to be done to ensure that this kind of thing doesn't happen again down the line. Especially when Gale and Zemeckis aren't around to call the shots anymore. Exactly that, what they were saying. Who's changing this, movies this over all here? Snows, this all snowballs into what I'm getting at. 
I understand if a film company edits a film because of whatever their country holds to be some sort I get of taboo. China's got to do. I get it. China, the cuts we release overseas are different. I, that, like, it, like, say if I, like, say, but here, like here. a lot of people were never, like, don't, don't do it here. Get that don't censorship do it here, shit dude. the fuck out of here. That don't remove shit for us. It doesn't. You know, drop another like cut this, because this is the this is supposed to be the country where you can drop something and if it offends someone, oh fucking well, well you probably did a good job. It. Don't listen to it. Don't subscribe um, to it. No one's holding a gun to your fucking. You don't have head. to watch it. But they're like, no, nah, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna bitch about it. That's and you know, and and a lot of people will be like, whoa, Travis, you're awfully heated about this. It's just a movie. Well, for a lot of other topics that get discussed. If 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 this little thing can happen, then something much bigger can happen. Hey, man. I paid for Netflix, and when I go to Netflix and watch a goddamn movie, I want to see the same movie that I got sitting on my goddamn shelf. Yeah. yeah. Don't change the movie. I want to yeah. see the same one. This ain't TV. I'm giving you your 10 bucks a month or if whatever scene, you charge. If a scene gets Don't shot. Don't change it. If a scene gets gets shot that has any sort of... Any sort of social hot button issue at hand with it from any avenue of the of the of that of the arguments that's like why why even allow the filmmakers to make it well back yeah. then this is a movie that was shot know, in the eighties it was eighty five you know, this is what it, it's funny to me pulling that out it's, shit, it's gonna like, get to where villains can't be villains anymore. You can't have a villain that will go there and make you hate him because he'll it, it, they're, they're doing this thing where you can't have a representation of pure evil anymore. It's got to be this middle ground, oh, misunderstood, oh, Negan was a bad guy because of the shit he did, or, you know, fucking, you can't hate Thanos because, you know, he was trying to save people. He was depressed. Of fucked up. Like, like, I'm tired of the moral gray shit. Like, that's getting old. Yeah, it's a movie, that shit's This ain't real life. That shit's, that, that, that shit's stale. This ain't real life. We're trying to watch some shit. They don't have depression. Like, I'm, I'm so tired of trying to make some films where, like, we have to sympathize with the bad guy. Like, no. We're no, watching, I don't. I, He's I, the bad guy, I, you know? If we're if we're watching a story of a classic tale of good and evil, then those lines need to be drawn. And if we're gonna have this realm where every genre gets tainted by this moral gray ambiguity bullshit, which works for some shit like mm. Game of Thrones or something like that, mm. but like it like trying to slowly saturate the markets with all of this type of shit it's just really old to me yeah well y'all ready to do some trailer action? we got trailers look at you all fucking double cheeked on thursday i mean a tuesday yeah. she's so mm -hmm. happy that you noticed her she said you moved I thought I could. I she looks so. Our, she always looks concerned. Oh, dude! I just clicked our trailer chat. Our trailer tab. Uh -huh. The Hindus already made a fucking coronavirus movie. Well, I dropped that one. I thought we should watch that last. And dude, they make it's gonna be a musical. They do musicals. That's something I don't know. Yeah. 
Let me get the right mouse. Here we go. Cough, cough, cough. All right. So yeah, we've got a couple of uh we got a couple of trailers lined up. Couple. I think that we need we need to Two save the big one. For, what? We need to we need to save the big one for last. Which was what's that one? Uh the one that we're most excited about watching this week. Hang on. I I went through and I did next to last. When you dropped to the bottom. Yeah. Oh. No. I, did you see articles about that on the? Yeah. Yeah, and people are worried about because look, here's the thing. Even the actors were confused and didn't know what was happening. Right. That don't matter. This motherfucker's gonna drop a masterpiece on us. Yeah, I know. He's gonna do it. That the actors don't need to know what's happening. No. And Trav doesn't know what's happening because he just got back. But. <laughs> what's that? Yeah. We'll um, talk about it when we get to the trailer. Yeah, yeah. What's oh, next? What's up? What's first? It sounds all four kids and it. Scroll Russell down. Boone. Look who was here twenty minutes ago. I already did them for all of them. Hell yeah! Y'all can like that. Look at you. Bump it up. Bumps. You were talking about fucking Justice League, dude. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Can't, can't help it. What we do. Are we ready for uh, four kids and it? Yeah, I'm ready. I hope this is it from the clown movies, but I I don't. Yeah, I mean, y'all ready? Here we go. You ready, Trav? Yeah. Three, two, one, play. This is Russell Brand. He's coming back. Oh, (laughs) he's Willy Wonka. Oh. It's British fucking. It's just like, I like a series. I've seen of this before. I feel like I've seen it. It's just got Russell Brand in it. Oh, we saw this. We saw this creature. It's a kids' movie. So it's got Russell Brand in it. It's a British. It's a foreign. Hannah Montana over here, dude. She sells. She sells by the seashore. (laughs) We watched the trailer for that. Y'all remember it? Yeah. With that little creature. I'm just happy that's Michael Caine. What's the consequences? A nice dad. And it's got him in it. This trailer's better than the last one. <laughs> I kind of want to see it. Does he do wishes? Yeah. Why does he look like he's from Star Wars? (laughs) 
Thank you, birds, dude. Why does your hat look like Piccadilly Circus? You know? I mean, it looks it like look, That trailer looks better than the other one. Yeah. The other trailer did, didn't have <laughs> Russell Brand. It was just like a teaser. And we watched. Y'all remember watching it? I do. Yeah, I remember. I remember seeing that creature. I just got to know that every trailer but one is from Griffin. Griffin was coming in hot with the trailers at night. I can see you, I man. Know. You get offline and be like, boom. I'd get a little notification. I'm like, got a new trailer. <coughs> Scouring the YouTube looking for something to go to sleep to. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. Yeah. I think we all know what you mean. So next up, we've got Summerland. I don't know what this is about. That but... state was here. The comment under me was Robert Downey Jr. 10 hours ago, and he said, hey, you too. That's all he said. I'm going to give it a thumbs up. Y'all ready? I'm ready. <laughs> you ready, Trev? <laughs> yeah. Three, two, one, play. Is this going to be like midsummer? I hope. But in the summer? Summerland. She's writing Harry Potter. Is that 11? Or is it an 11 knockoff? It's an 11 knockoff. See, look. Oh, it's a boy. Period piece. Piano. <laughs> Oi. <laughs> Oi, prick. Are they going to hook up? Oh my god. This this is going this is coming out oh dropping on Pornhub. We've only been watching this for a minute and forty seconds. It feels longer. Yeah. She might be a lesbian. No, she is. Yeah. And that's her as an old lady. The one that was typing. She's telling the story. Already watched it. Summer fan. Oh, I can sum that up. Lesbian, mm -hmm. raising a child, path of discovery. The old lady was her, right? Yeah. It was typing. She was telling the story. <laughs> yeah. Something happened to the kid. So, lesbian. Seen child. it. Yeah. I'm cool with it. Whatever. Like, Next, oh, we've got. That's what we're doing, you know? Yeah, right. We've got the clearing. Zombie 
horror movie HD. Oh, so this might be. I can't believe Crackle's still around. That's congratulations, Crackle. They probably made a good bit of money off Letter Those ads. They were the original home for Letter Kimmy. And they had a lot of ads. Yeah, they did have a lot of ads. You guys ready? Dang. Comedians in car getting coffee. Do y'all know what I watched on Crackle? Which he left and went to Netflix and said, fuck you. Um, I watched Sanford and Son on Crackle. Because it was on there. And it was funny. You guys ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, play. I have a not safe for everything's blue that deals with Sanford and Son. Hmm. <laughs> Why is everything so blue? Blue. Adam D. Adam die. Look, blue, dude. Everything's blue. 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 Look. Blue pillow. Because, you know, blue is pale with death. Pale name. But look, blue shirt. He's still going with it. Oh, yeah. The zombie had a blue. Okay. He's got a blue. Blue top. Blue truck. <laughs> look at him fucking these things oh, up. blue, dude. That guy was wearing blue. In a world, I think I saw this movie already. Oh, (laughs) oh, he had a rope. Uh. I watched six seasons of this. I don't need to see another one. He's thinking about oh. So, so Griffin, I know you've made it pretty clear on here too that the haunted house ghost movie needs to be kind of either redone. We gotta put zombie up be, there, or go or go away. Yeah, I think the zombie film deserves yeah. that more so than that. Since Walking yeah. Dead, I think I think zombies need to stay in the fucking ground for a little while. Need a flush. Yeah, I agree. Um, Unless it's Sturgill Simpson. Let's let the death <laughs> let let them stay dead for a while until yeah, dude. finally until until it's good for a new resurgence. Yeah. Because oh, everything in that trailer we saw at some point in The Walking Dead. That's yep. Yeah, I said Still I watched six seasons camper, of it. Seen it. Yep. Guy using some ridiculous method uh, to shoot one in the head. Seen nah, it. No, wait. The scene where you're on the camper and your leg's hanging off, they're all trying to grab it. Seen yeah, it. Like, oh, morsel. Seen that a few times. The, the zombie thing is, it's going to take a, it's got to take a backseat. It kind of has since Walking Dead. You got all these B movies. That was a B movie. Yeah. But when, what's the studios? They're like, we got a zombie thing. Nah, they're, it's like, all right, they're like, burnt out on zombies and dragons because they were all like watching. It would be cool. Y'all remember when The Walking Dead hit cool fucking Super Bowl numbers? Yeah. They did. If they did some sort of zombie. They did. If they did some sort of 
Yeah, they did a lot. It was like ten average and nine, it, million people. And went, it, was, it went down. And then, then, then Negan showed up and bashed Glenn's brains in with the ball bat. People and like that. Were like, whoa, we didn't want the full comic adapted. Yeah. Like, why'd you oh. go there? Now it's senseless killing. We've only been seeing people stabbing zombies in the heads for fucking nearly a hundred episodes at that point. Yeah, right. There it is. Like, but that's too much. Like, give me a break. But have it to where like there's a zombie film where they like like when the outbreak happens, the zombies go where the food's at, and have it to where like they finally clustered in these big cities like Atlanta and everything. Well. But have it to where like shit's normal, but like, you know, people stay away from that shit. Like nobody goes to those big cities. Why? Because they are overrun. Well, I remember when they got like, to the CDC. Dude, like, and like it, would, it would be happened. cool if they did something like Zombieland, not Zombieland, but Land of the Dead that that Romero did a while back. Wasn't the best movie in the world, but he was on to something where it was like you're dealing with the outbreak so many years in now like it's like i'm tired of the all right let's do night of the living dead day of the dead and dawn of the dead let's do that in one film yeah like i'm tired of like the outbreaks happened everyone's running and panic and dying i want to see late game like okay all the zombies put armor plates around they're all gone now or they're they've rotted away but the real dead and shit's all in these big cities and have it to where, like, most people stay the fuck away from it and shit's kind of come back. But, like, they keep that shit closed off. Yeah. And I feel like you could do some sort of metaphor for, you know, borders and shit. I'm sure some, some fucking liberal can get in there and make a plot point out of it or something. But, you know, you you, you could do something like that and make the zombie story fresh. But most of the zombie shit coming out right now is the same fucking shit. And I guess it's always been that way. But I just I feel like it needs it needs it needs a it needs the next level now. Well, what we got next is before the fire and the first comment under my comment 10 hours ago. Is from 80s Boombox Collector, and he says, looks whack. Let's see, you know? I wouldn't expect anything less than that fucking screen. 80s Boombox Collector looks <laughs> whack. And he Let's said go. whack. Y'all ready? Yeah. Sure. Three, two, one, play. Thriller movie. 2020. Oh, okay. Why she got dead eyes? The color between different shots is weird. Okay. Going to Cuba. Wearing a V-neck. That's a deep V-neck. It's a foreign. That looks like a tornado, not a virus. Yeah. Those are bed rails. Oh, they're making a fence.
She looks familiar. Or she looks like someone. Crystalia. God damn, what's happening? Dude, how many times are we going to see someone aiming down a sight? I still don't know what's going on. But it didn't look terrible. It, it looked fine. It looks like a slow crawl through about an hour to two hours. Um, watermelon crawl is what they call it. Yeah. Like, don't drink, but don't next, drive. We got Charlize Theron. Oh. Monster herself. The old guard. I'm ready. Y'all ready? I'm ready. Ready, Trap? Yeah. Three, two, one, play. Netflix? Is that her? It's her. I feel like I've seen this movie with her. With, she's got that sh- that Karen. Are they the playing fucking team. Warzone in the fucking they, cave? They are. Better put some armor plates in. Damn, Have she got dropped in with a pistol. Of domination. Wait, what's happening? Dude, she's not gonna wipe the. Wait, are they Universal Soldiers? Oh, what's happening here? She's got some god shit. Okay. They're something. They're not normal. They're like universal soldiers over here. Look at them. Look, see? So this is like her version of Bloodshot? Look, on the set of fucking... They have nanites. Look, oh, it's hot. I'm interested... In the concept. She's going to delete the photo that had her in it. Smart. Hmm. Recognize him. Dude, look at them. They got weapons. Like, she threw her gun down and took out an axe. Yeah. Was like, watch this. And that's the name, dude. Army of Five? Yeah. He had an SKS. Do you see that? Yeah. Let's do these obscure graphic novels now. They've been around a while. They were showing you that. They're old money. It might be all right, dude. I'm interested in it. Yeah. 
That's the signal. Straight to Netflix, baby. It looks like a goofy little action film. I want to see what's going on. There's something going on there. They're not giving <laughs> us everything. So, I mean, I'm cool with it. Cool. This I saw... Boring. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with this, but I saw Korean and hashtag Shit. alive and that thumbnail was enough for me to be like, YOLO, it's a minute Here's long. Here's what's amazing. It's got 394 thumbs up, only one thumbs down. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready for it. You ready, Trav? Yeah. Three, two, one, play. It's a foreign. What's he going to see? Like the shot. Zombies. Wait. Watch the trailer for this. <laughs> What's with the slim, shady fucking hair? I was about to say. I'm the real Shim Shady. He's the Shim Shady. He's just trying to stay alive, dude. This is fucking... It's like, dude, you didn't you play video games? You even got the guy with the hat. You got the Glenn. Oh, he's going to make friends with her. This is my ass. They made an American version nah, of this dude. film. I'm, I'll just watch this one. She's got walkie-talkies and clothes that fit. Look, I played this video game, dude. What's it called? What's the one game? Left for Dead. That's it. Played it. No, and they, then the new we, one, the the Z one that they dropped. We watched a trailer for an American version of that same film, where you had a guy that was in an apartment building hold up. And yeah. There was a check we watched that. Yeah, on the other side. So the, that's what it was. Have, they must have ripped that off, or they must have or brought either, it over. Yeah. I remember that he was like. There's zombies, and he looked across. The, it was the same scene. Yeah. She was over there, and he was on the phone with her. Where are we going to go? What are we going to do? Previous, my previous argument still applies. Yeah. What's next? Mope. <laughs> David Arquette, dark comedy. Okay. So Mope. I'm interested. Yeah, Mope. Three, two, one, play. What? David Arquette. I thought it shot. It looks like it. I recognize him. He's knockoff Gambino. Oh. We're watching Atlanta.
It was in Don Hemingway. I just looked it up. Is that this whole movie? You don't know your mope? <laughs> you know how I know you're a mope? Because you don't know your mope! How many times did they say mope? Enough. You didn't know you're a mope. Next we got Orlando Bloom coming out of retirement. I guess he's Pirates money, dude. Well, that's what I was saying. I guess he got tired of waiting for the next Pirates movie. So now he's doing a film with Clint Eastwood's son called The Outpost. Scott Eastwood. He just finished counting the Pirates money. That's why he's doing another one. That's how long it took. 15 years. Yeah. Three, two, one, play. Mope. Oh, it's a war movie. I didn't expect that. Oh. It's Aleppo. Oh. This is Restrepo? It seems like it. What it looks like, dude. That's what it looks like. He's doing all right. That's not him talking. Him. That's. I mean, dude. We don't have enough war movies like this. The best one's The Hurt Locker. I mean. The reason he's not in that part is he's already dead. Orlando Bloom. He dies. Thanks, so. goes. He goes down. That's what's bringing them together. That's their Coulson. I'm in, dude. I like a good Afghanistan war movie. We don't have enough of them. This looks like a real movie. Look at this. Yeah, I'm on it. All right, I'm watching it. I ain't going to the theater to see it, but did he just say we're taking this bitch back? That's exactly what yeah. he said. <laughs> we don't Go have enough rock. movies like that. All right, do y'all uh, want to do the Indian movie at the bottom before we do the other one? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So this dropped 15 hours ago. Uh, <laughs> I suggest you turn the subtitles on. Uh, um, I'm going to already say there's going to be a musical in there. Musical number. It's called bet, Coronavirus I'll, Trailer. I'll, I'll slap bet you. I think they're going to cut it straight. You don't think they're going to do a nah, musical? Dude. All right. 
I haven't watched it yet. You ready, Trav? One at the bottom. Right. You ready, Griffin? Yeah, I'm ready. Three, two, one, play. Let's see. Phone's ringing. Definitely an iPhone. We got Garamo. The subtitles are pretty good. Yeah. Or at least the caption I've turned on. All right. It's Garamo, dude. She's wearing a skirt. He's drink- Why is he drinking water like that? He don't want to touch his lips to it. Somebody's <laughs> coughing in the house. <laughs> I like the shot, dude. Yeah. That was a good shot. Got just enough light in the background. Look at that. Coming from here. Uh oh. This is a four-minute trailer, by the way, you guys. Walk your ass in there. Nail it shut, dude. Y'all got the subs turned on? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Took a tablet. Took some time. I will, I will be fine. Or if she looks at it, it's ibuprofen. Dude, she's already been all over the house. This guy's got it. It's fucking Nick Kroll. It's Indian <laughs> Kroll, dude. Indian, look, what's he got? Five in water? Look. They're going to get him sick. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. What is he going to have to do? This. She's. <laughs> It's the same cough every time. Oh, here she comes. <laughs> Don't sit next to her. Mm. He slid the fuck over. Her throat's sore. <laughs> I don't want to see this, y'all. He's fucking the sectional up, dude. Yeah. Go back to your room. Don't leave it. Fucking burn the couch. Oh, here she comes. She's coughing the whole way. It's the same cough. (laughs) Just now, three minutes in, we're just. Oh, they're going to go crazy. They're eating rice with their hands. Look. This looks hilarious. She's still... It's the same cough! <laughs> Look. They're getting inspected. Kind of want to see it. Oh, she's sick. <laughs> <laughs> Look, dude. They did it, man!
Bollywood, baby. She's got the Coronas. <laughs> Every time they're going to say it. <laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> it's a cough. Told you they weren't going to sing and dance. I might watch Shot it. Entirely through lockdown. We got one more, guys. And I'm pretty excited about this one. What is it? Tenant. About it's we got the life a trailer too. Yeah. What's the life story of David Tennant, dude? <laughs> Chronicling him all the way up to fucking Doctor Who. Okay. But this is trailer two. Yeah, this is the newest one. It came out the twenty first. Five million views. Y'all ready? I'm ready. Red draft. Three, two, one, play. Boat. Cruise ship. Nope. Going backwards. This trailer, dude. I can't wait to see this. Y'all picking up that Inception vibe? That yeah. He drives people. Oh. Oh, I knew it was him. Got him in it. It was he even in another trailer. I don't think so. Dude. He wasn't in the other trailer. Not like this. Time period was that. That's just going to be good, dude. Time travel, dude. Oh! Oh! Why would they complain about the trailer? Come on, dude. <coughs> oh, shit. I'm fucking excited. I'm just, about what's that. going on? Yeah. <coughs> Damn. 
I like how he's pretty much like, you will wait to see this in theaters. Yeah. Like, I'm not fucking with him. He ain't dropping it, dude. You're coming to the Cineplex. It's your eyes to the theater. It it looks to me like no one's version of Bond. It had a Bond feel, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because it was kind of especially the newer Bond, the way it's shot. Yeah, yeah, that action. Well, big, big, you know, big shots, um, but in reverse. So he's like taking the Bond formula and flipping it, and and kind of turning it on on its head a little bit. He's not traveling through time; he's perceiving things in reverse time. So there's a little bit of like saving a silver lining there. Yeah, it's going to be a mind fuck, dude. I can't wait to see it. So, what we don't we, even uh, have another movie lined up. Well, I'm I'm down with doing Trav's recommendation. What's the recommendation? Blood Machine? Yeah. Let's do it, baby. I'm down with that cuz yeah. I want to I want to check it out and if we don't do it for the pod, then I won't get around to it for like yeah. 3 years. It's going to make you, you know watch I mean? it. Yeah. I'm podlocked on it. Yeah. So that's it. We're watching that. And then we're going to pick up with this juicy ass Zack Snyder fucking news. We're going to be covering this fucking Snyderverse shit until it drops. Yeah. Week by week. But that's it. Blood Machine. Yeah. I'm, I'm down. Going up. Yeah, that's it. You, I mean, get drunk when you watch it, Griffin. All right, all right. I'll see what it's, I can do. It's, it's a head change movie, dude. Heady. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Real heady. We'll bro. see you next week. There's a lot of naked bitches in it. <laughs> <laughs>